go through to get this episode going tonight for real it's like 11 30 at night right now 11 30 <laughs> man both of us got working tomorrow word but we here talking knicks right after the knicks versus wizards romping yes 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 but it's all good man we're here to be we glad we glad we glad to be here we glad to be with y'all we glad to talk knicks and entertain the people entertain the people yes and you know what i have a theory i have a theory right now because Kathy Watch, right? I'm going to call this episode Kathy Watch, right? <laughs> Kathy, Watch. Kathy Watch, man. Listen, Kathy hasn't been here in like one, two, three, 75 million episodes, right? Yeah, she hasn't been here for a minute. I'm a hot minute. The last time she was here, she was talking mad, smitted act about Tim Hardaway Jr. And then ever since Tim Hardaway Jr. disappeared, coincidentally... I mean, ever since Tim Hardaway Jr. started playing well, mm-hmm. coincidentally, Kathy disappears. Yeah, she she went missing. She went missing. M.I.A. <laughs> oh, I'm going on a trip. Oh, I can't make it. And then this week was the funny week because this week she was talking on on the in, in talking in the group chat like she was showing up. Yeah. Right? Am I right or am I right? You know, you 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 right, you right, you right. I think she's dodging a Scorpio smoke dog. I think that's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> she's dodging I'm, I'm, it, man. I'm, I'm just saying, she said that she was going to keep that same energy all year, yeah. but that energy kind of dissipated a bit, so I don't a little know. little bit. It's, it's, it's dropping. I haven't heard any, I haven't seen any, any yeah. Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah, yeah, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr. ball right now. Yeah, he's doing all right. He's doing all right. So, yeah, I, that's my theory of why. Yeah, I mean, the only way we can confirm it is if Kathy comes through, you know? Yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> if she comes through, then maybe she can defend herself, but, you know, she yeah. ain't here, so. Yeah, so, you know, she, no defending herself. No, no, guilty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell, me and Ryan G here holding it down, Scorpio brethren, yes, doing yes, what yes. we do. During Scorpio season, too. Doing gross, yeah, Scorpio season, we are in retrograde. Yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, if you really... Both of our birthdays are, th- are this week, so... Yeah, matter. Yeah, true, true, true. Tap it up to you. This act. Oh, My- yeah, oh, yeah. And make sure y'all better wish us happy birthday. Leave those happy birthday comments under the video. That's right. <laughs> God damn it. Yo, shout out to Edson, too. He's all over the place. He's building his crib up, and... Yeah. Yeah, he... I don't think he want to be here, too, because... We would have went on Kathy. He would have tried to jump in, defend <laughs> her honor because they're Leo friends and stuff. Uh, best friends yeah. forever. But uh, uh, nah, nah, not today. Nah, not the nah, not not during the season. Nah, during the season. Nah, exactly. I, I think he'll be back next week though. I think. Oh well, we'll wait till next week then and see well, what do you do. We should have a full house next week. Oh, God willing. Hopefully. Hopefully, we'll see. Oh, you know what? Matter of fact, I don't think I'm gonna be here next week. What? Now that I think about <laughs> it. <laughs> Next week is my birthday, too. Next week, Sunday, is actually my birthday. I know, because um, my boy purchased tickets to a Desus and Miro um, showing. Yeah, it's um... on Sunday. Oh, that's that birthday love. Yes, I mean, I don't, I don't know yet. Okay, all right, yeah, all right, all right. I, I know the Knicks play on Sunday, too, so I know yeah. the might be late. Well, if you see them, tell them they're the Knicks fans. Tell them to come true. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping. Man, listen, come true. 
Exactly, yo. I mean, I think we got a guest coming true soon in December. I think y'all will like. Yes, yes, we Stay do. Stay tuned for those things. Yeah. First, first guest of the season, probably. But see, so look out for that, and maybe. And Ryan is working on Daisy Zemiro. Hopefully, man. <laughs> Hoping, to the Soon Lord. come. Yeah. Soon come. Yes. The yes, brand yes. is strong. <laughs> if we get them, the brand is strong, God. Exactly. The brand is brawling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But it's almost dead midnight. We just starting this next talk. Let's get to it. We're going to start off yes, with yes. Kathy's favorite player. Her MCM. No, not Kylo Quinn. <laughs> yeah, we talking about Tim Hardaway Jr. Word. She was like, replace that man with the beard with another man with the beard, Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm going to get to a stack comparison right quick. Yeah, well, yeah, Ryan, so let me let me ask you, like, how is he doing this year compared to last year? He's supposed to be a leader. Yes, he is. We know the, the points have gone up, right? What's what's what's, what's going on there? First. First of all, I'm, I'm going off of basketballreference.com. All so right. So I'm going to do it in the order that they give me these stats at. Okay, stats and facts, man. So 2017-2018, just to make a comparison, last season he played 33.1 minutes. Okay. This season he's playing 33.4 minutes a game. So he's around, he's playing around They're the same, same minutes amount of minutes. Yeah, so these comparisons are valid. Okay. Okay, so field goal percentage is around the same. Last mm. season he shot 42%. Okay. He's shooting 43% this season. All right. You know what? That's an uptick, man. Come on, Timmy. Give me that 44, 45. Yes. Come on. You can do it. Here's, here's, here's an improvement, though. Last season, he shot 31.7% from three-point range. Right. This season, he's shooting 40.5% from three-point Now, three that's range. what I'm... That's what I'm talking about right now. Yes, yes. That's what we like to see. Because I feel like when he was with us the year before last, that was his worst three-pointing shooting percentage. It might have been in his career. I'm not sure. No, matter of fact, he shot the worst from three-point range last season in his career. Yes, yeah, exactly, yeah. last season. And he he was up in the Atlanta, in the Atlanta year under Coach Bud. So I'm like, damn, what happened? Do you need to get Coach Bud back to help him shoot better? <laughs> like, do you need an extra coach for, for, for Timmy? Maybe. I don't know. Here's the a, here's a thing, though. His two-point percentage went down, though. Last season, he shot 51.6% from two-point range. Hmm. This season, he's shooting 45% from two-point range, which is odd. <laughs> that is peculiar. Yeah. Why is that going down? I always felt like Timmy was an elite finisher, to be honest with you. Yeah. So, so for it to go down to 45 is a little bit interesting. Maybe it's, is it contested twos, like... If, you know, that could be, or maybe is it more... Unless he's taking more mid-range jumpers, maybe? Yeah, like the more the mid-range, the more mid-range jumpers. You know what? How many times has he really gone to the hole this season? I mean, he's gone to the hole enough, but I also think that when he does, he like he doesn't penetrate all the time, though. He does settle for jumpers more, the majority of the time still, though. That could be. That could be why. I, let's, let's keep an eye on that. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, get, we'll get that up. I I do I if I had to pick I I would rather more threes going in because you know that's one more point. Yeah, true. So that. I like it so far. Yeah. Free throw percentage has went up too. All right. Last season he shot 81.6%. Okay. This season he's shooting 91%. Oh hell yeah. And you know and you know what makes those shots even more impressive? Getting to the line more? Exactly. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
That's what we like to see. Yeah, he's shooting more free throws per game. Mm. Yeah, rebounding is about the same. So I'm okay, not gonna, I'm not gonna really get into that. The assist though. Yeah, how's the assist? the assist looking? Well, he he's not. In the, well, we all know he's not an assist machine. Chuckington. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but last season he had two point seven assists per game. Okay. So far this season he's had three point two assists per game. So it's a, it's a bit uh, of uptake. It's a bit of uptake. All right, bit. I'm gonna give him. I'll give him that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steals per game about the same. No blocks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's averaging more turnovers per game this season. But you know what, too? His usage is a lot yeah, exactly. higher this season. So yeah. that's... I, I won't... That's to be expected. Yeah, and here's, the po- and here's the points per game difference. Oh, here we go. Last season, 17.5 points per game. Okay. This season... So far, 25 points per game. You know what? He's shooting a lot more shots, too. So yes, he is. As long as the percentage is going up with the shots, then I'm like, all right, there's a difference. There's a, I can see some growth in there. So good job. I like I like the offensive growth, man. I'm liking what I'm seeing. Yeah, most definitely. I He's still not the, the prototypical go-to man right now. He still has his flaws. Yeah. But he's trying out there. He's, for better or for worse, Tim Hardaway Jr. is our leader right now. You see him going out there on the court. You see him chastising the young ones. (laughs) (laughs) Mitch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And others. Exactly. All you got to do is keep your hands up, Mitch. Yeah, keep your hands up, Mitch. That's all. Hands up. That is it. Word. <laughs> so and what, you, what was funny about it is that Mitch, Mitch looked like he kind of had an attitude, though. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you out there. Let's shout out to Dash Radio. I'm telling you, man, Dash Radio. I'm telling you, shout out to South SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Nick Time Show. I'm telling you, man, shout out to YouTube, youtube.com slash Nick Time Show. I'm telling you, man, everybody listening. Mitch is a goon, man. Yes, he is. That dude's a goon, dog. <laughs> I personally... When you watch his body language and the way he reacts to calls and the teeth, like, keep an eye out with this guy and texts. Yes. And fouls. Mm -hmm. But texts, I'm surprised that as much as as demonstrative he's he's been so far, he hasn't really gotten a lot of texts. Has he gotten a text so far? Well, you got a text against the Wizards? Yeah, you got a text against the Wizards. Yeah. That's for damn sure. But keep an eye on Mitch, man, because Mitch seems like that guy who can, can rack up a lot of texts. Yeah, and then uh, and then who else is mentoring him? Rasheed Wallace. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's pretty obvious that the student has become the teacher. Exactly. <laughs> like, are we complaining though? I mean, nah. <laughs> listen, he he came out, he showed out on that on that. Yo, yo, hold on, before we even get to that. More applause for the Knicks organization for doing the damn thizzle, man, because Rasheed Wallace was out here uh, mentoring um, Mitch the last episode. Yeah. And to further the train of reaching out and teaching through past Knicks legends, Patrick Kuhn was with the squad. Yes, he was. Big 
Knicks fans, come on, man. You've been clamoring. You've been wanting this for so long. Exactly. And it and it was mad convenient, too, because they were in Washington, D.C. And who does Patrick Ewing coach? Georgetown, buddy. Exactly. So it was like, man, we already in the neighborhood. Might as well stop by and say what's up, man. Exactly. Might as well just come through. Yeah, yeah. Show, show them a little post-up moves one, two, three, one time. You know what yes, I'm saying? yes, yes. Might as well do that. Show my defensive stance and how, you know, come to my teammates and talk and show them all the fun. Fundamentals. Yes, yes, yes. Concentrate, concentrating more on the mentals. Yeah. Yeah, I like that, man. I love it what I'm seeing. I can't wait for Chauncey Billups to come. Oh, yeah, yeah, because the yeah, news was saying how Chauncey Billups want to help out, too. That's for sure, because, I mean, truth be told, when, I, when <clears throat> Frank Nilakina, mm-hmm. he's a floor general point guard. That's the type of floor. He's a floor general. Yeah. Like, I remember talking about in my like really my my naive days when I wanted Melo to stay, <laughs> and we was talking about Frank Ntilikina, mm-hmm. like coming and being the best defensive point guard in the draft, being a pick and roll point guard. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I was like Frank Ntilikina, ceiling is probably like that floor general type point guard. I was like, what? A, and I was thinking, it's like, yo, Melo played his best mm-hmm. when he had a floor general. Not when he had Iverson next to him, even though he was a uh, like. Um, he, well, he was still playing good at long Iverson. Yeah, he was good, but he got knocked down in the first round. Yeah, but when he got farther, when he had a floor general next to him, when he had Chauncey Billups. Yes. And yeah. I was thinking Frank could be that since he wasn't that really the attack guard. I felt mm-hmm. like he was more of like a floor general guard. Yeah, but also feel like during Frank's first season, since he wasn't that aggressive, I don't think it would have worked out in Melo's favor though. If he did. Yeah, stay. you're right about that. <laughs> yeah. You're definitely right. You would have taken a while. It's gonna. It's still gonna take a while for, for Frank to fully, yeah. fully develop. But you're starting to see signs a little bit, and yeah, I feel it, like it's flashes. Yeah, it's flashes, flashes. Yeah, it's flashes. It's gonna be ups and downs with his flashes. And you know what, Chauncey Billups, pretty freaking good mentor for Frank Ntilikina. I feel exactly. like that that type of game that Chauncey mm-hmm. has, where he gets the assist. Yeah. But he hits those dagger threes when you need them. Yeah. Kind of aligned to what Frank can do. I mean, a little bit of yeah. where I can see him going. Yeah, and also... Even a little though, bit of Chauncey in his game. Yeah, also, um, even though Chauncey didn't struggle the way Frank struggled during his early years, but Chauncey Billups did have a time when, like, he was struggling. Yeah. When he just came into the league, and then he was able to overcome that and actually become a very good point guard towards, you know, his prime years and stuff like that. So I think in that in that area, he could be a good mentor to Frank as well. Exactly. But I can definitely see a little bit of Chauncey in Frank's game mm-hmm. mixed with some other things like, I don't know, a little, little Chauncey mixed with a little... I can see a little Livingston in there too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you get that body, little well, mid-range, well, the body well, range, body the type. body type, yeah, body type yeah. mid-range game. Like, he's a mid... Livingston is a mid-range killer too, yo. Yeah, yeah, mid, mid-range, he don't miss. <laughs> he don't miss. I've yet to see Frank post up this season. He did a little bit in the preseason. Mm-hmm. I was I was waiting for him to do it against uh, JJ Barrera. <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> we played Dallas. I was like, oh, this is this this, but, this but, is the time he gets his post go off. His but, post but, game but, off. But even Dennis Smith Jr. He could he could take Dennis Smith Jr. in the post as well. Oh, he definitely. Oh, he was kind of taking Dennis Smith Jr. This, this, uh, that game anyway. But we'll yeah. get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. You know what? This is a good time to segue into the the starting five. Yes, yes, yes. That I mentioned before. Starting five. What's the starting five? Starting five is money making Mitch. Wait, 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 wait. We gotta do that again. All right. <laughs> Who's the starting five? 
Money making Mitch. Money, money making Mitch. Yeah, we always gotta do yes, that. Yes, yes, oh. yes. <laughs> alongside Noah Vonley. Yes, yes, Noah, the real Noah. Yes, the real Noah. Not, not, <laughs> we, not need, the, we need to change. We need to change your, your exactly. IG name to at the real Noah. Exactly. Not not the old Noah. Not the old Noah. No, no, no. Yes, he's, 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 he took. He kicked them off the arc. Exactly. Yeah. Your boy. Your boy. Free dot. Damien yeah. dot. Free dot. Yes. Dot yes. is in the building causing havoc. Mr. Plus Minus. Exactly. <laughs> Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah, man. Timmy, and, Timmy Turner. And Frank Nilakina. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm off my game. <laughs> ah. Bruh. <laughs> bruh for me. Yeah. For, for going overboard. <laughs> First bruh pick of the day goes to me. Oh, man. But yeah, man. What is you? What is you? How did you like our starting five this this week, man? We we started, we started, we saw a little bit of that in the Golden State game, even though we lost. Yeah, this fans height. Word word. What do you see? What did you see from that starting five, man? Anything? Anybody stand out to you? Well, obviously the number one stand out have to be money making Mitch. Money money making Mitch. Yeah, man, man, yeah. Mitch, 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 Mitch is causing happiness. Yeah, man, like. Especially defensively, like it seems like he's all over the court right now. Yeah, that's for damn sure, and and that's why Fizz has him in the game yeah. for the most part. He he wants that defense in the game. We, I think we mentioned that earlier that he wants a all defensive lineup. Yeah, and um, actually, I have a stat for you. Okay, if I can find this real quick, there, there real quick. Uh, shout out to to Tommy D, Nick's Nick's writer. Mm-hmm. He 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 um he posts some pretty nice stats every now and again. Okay. Tommy Beer was good was good Tommy Beer, and he posted some stats about um Mitch. Uh, over the last over the that over the Knicks last three games, NY is allowing a hundred point seven points per hundred possessions, while Mitch Mitchell Robinson is on the court. Mm-hmm. And 113.1 while he's off the court. That's that defensive defense. That's that right there. defense. That's it, man. That And that's why he's there, man. He's there to cause that havoc. I like what I saw. I like that Rashid Wallace has gotten into him. Yeah. Um, I, they talked about how Rashid has given him that quarterback mentality. Mm-hmm. That's what Mitch talked about anyway. Yeah. He so he said Rashid taught me how to speak on defense and not mm-hmm. just be like a defensive, you know, not just to block shots, but to speak to quarterback yeah. because he admitted himself that he's kind of a quiet guy. Uh huh. So I like so he's been that Nets game, that first Nets game. You started to you noticed that he was speaking out a lot. Yeah, man, and like his rotations would be on point, like the switches be on point. Yep. Like he like right now like and then you like you hear um. Clyde talk about him and like Mike Breen was talking about him the other day saying like on defense it seems like he has well no not not Mike Breen I mean Wally Zerbiak mm. and Alan Hahn saying how he has a high defensive IQ at yes is yo this is one of the things you start to worry about when you see these young athletic guys uh huh his I'm not it's not his story but you kind of listen man there's like a little bit of a stigma right mm hmm. Let's, let's be honest right here. We, we're all family, right? Yeah. It's usually a little bit of a stigma. Uh-huh. When you're a young athletic dude who just like raw athleticism can jump off the building, you kind of off the off the bat don't get the rep for being mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. having a, a high basketball IQ. Yeah. Usually it's like one or the other. Mm-hmm. Mitch seems to have both. Yeah. He's just a little bit raw, but his instincts, he knows where to... He's like, <clears throat> drop of a dime. I'm rotating here. I'm rotating here. Yeah. Pretty good early without a lot of coaching. Exactly. Even though they're coaching up, coaching him up. Mm-hmm. But I, yes, I love, I love what I see from Mitch. Yeah, and and the thing is, like, he's actually one of the few big men where if he's on a guard, I'm not really worried. Yeah, yeah, like not he, that 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 much. Yeah, yeah, because he it looks like he he can pretty much guard one to five. It's a possibility, man. He ha- it seems like he has the quickness to it. I seen him get burned from a guard. Yeah, but he can like I I know, I know if. I mean, he fouls a lot. Uh-huh. But I know if there's a guard on the perimeter and he thinks, oh, there's a big man on me, I'm just going to shoot over him. <laughs> nah, no, man. Nah. That's not a safe bet, man. Nah. <laughs> like, yo, Mitch B. Because it's like not... It's like in addition to a seven-foot-four wingspan. He has ups on top of that. So, like, he be jumping out at the yeah. shot and just have to be shooting rainbows. Rainbows. <laughs> like, oh, no, no, that fingertip is a rainbow, dog. Yeah. Listen, man, like... Mitch versus KP, right? Mm-hmm. KP. I'm not saying Mitch is better than KP or anything. But when it comes to blocking shots at the perimeter, yeah, Mitch has an edge over KP. Yes, he does. Because KP's more, he's much better at blocking shots around the rim. Yes. But when it comes to perimeter, yeah, Mitch does defend the perimeter better than KP right now. Which is why. When I imagine these two playing together, oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought there might be a chance that Mitch could actually play the four. I don't know sometimes, mm. but then KP can uh, give it with the five. I don't know. Uh, That's uh, something unless, to explore. Yeah, unless they, unless you're gonna have Mitch playing the five and then KP playing the four and then like, and then have them like interchange on defense. You know where it's like. KP guards the five and Mitch guards the four. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like interchangeable. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be interchangeable. If both of them get their weight up though, that'd be something different. I'm, I'm not sure if they we will be able to though. I'm not sure how many how much weight can KP really put on. I'm not sure. Without being like, you know, affecting yeah. his his yeah. defense and, and his shot and yeah and all that stuff. But that's something to explore, man. Yeah. Uh, against non-traditional bigs, like if the NBA keeps going the way it is, mm-hmm. the non-traditional big might not be in the starting lump- lineup as much. Yeah. We can probably get away with a Mitch KP lineup to start a lot of games, which would be in freaking sane. Yeah, that would be a whole lot of wingspan in that Jesus front court, man. Jesus Christ, peace and rest. Lord, that would, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> with Knox and Frank and oh, yo. Yeah, that Dog. Would, yeah, that combined wings that would be Dog. so crazy. Then we have to start talking about who we're gonna. Whew. All right. <laughs> Yo, but shout out to Mitch, man. I love what I'm seeing from you, Mitch, man. Yes. Love it. Keep up the good work. You gotta, you know, you need to just calm down a little bit for a couple of games. Just calm down. You know what I'm saying? Stop with the little ticky tack fouls. Mm-hmm. But I'm loving the, the the dives to the basket, the timing, the timing for the the, the cuts to the baskets are getting yeah. better. The the pick still need work. I seen him correct. I seen him set a correct pick like once or twice this time. He he definitely set a correct pick in that Mavericks game. He definitely <laughs> did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He it's it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming along. He's day to day. He's getting better and better. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mitch. 
He's been he's been um the best defensive player on the floor sometimes. Best offensive player on the floor. Well, not offensive, but you but, know he's the, one of the most disruptive. Yeah. I'll say that. Shout out to Mitch. Now, what about Von? Yo, what about Von Lee? I like what I see from Von Lee too. I mean, lately he's been getting, he's been getting into foul trouble, which has yeah. limited his minutes. Mm, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> overall, I do like his activity when he's actually on the court. You know, it's just the speed, man. The speed has been good. Like the him, the the chemistry, the defensive chemistry between him and Mitch is pretty good. Yeah. And Von Lee kind of covers a lot of mistakes in general. So mm-hmm. I like what I've seen. I see, you saw a lot of that in that Nets game that we'll talk about later. Yeah. But of, he's had an up-and-down game, like you said, because of the, the, the foul, foul trouble. trouble. Yeah. But he's a keeper, man. We need to keep that guy long-term. Exactly. Even if it's even if it's backup. Like, come have him come off the bench and provide, like, good, like, 20 minutes of, like, high-energy basketball. Yeah, exactly. And then... We, who knows what's going to happen with this Enos thing? I guess we'll get into that later, yeah, too. in a few. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> that could be touching. It, it might, he might be an alternative. Who knows? Yeah. So we got, we got, uh, we got Mitch, we got Von Lay. Yeah. Um, we got um, Dotson. Free Dot guy. Yes, yes. I already talked about Dotson in length last week. <laughs> in length. Yeah. Shooting has been good. I don't think he's had that many bad shooting nights so far. He's been scoring over ten points a game every game so far since he started. Yeah, and um, when I when I in, in my article on the Knicks and Mavericks game when I was talking about the youth, mm-hmm. and I was breaking down Mitch, Frank, Dotson, and Trier. Yeah, you dropped that today. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you want to read all the best articles, yes, just, yes, show dot com by my man Ryan G. Stats and the facts. Stats and the facts. We need stats and the facts in those articles right now. Yes. And Dotson has shown amazing improvement. Like, last season, he only averaged around four points a game. Yeah. This season, he's averaging 12 or near 12 points a game. That's like an eight points per game increase right there. Free God damn it. Jeff Hornacek, get out of here. <laughs> Blocking out youth development, bruh. Exactly. Hit the road. I know he's with the Nets. He's helping with the Nets, like like beginning of the season. Who Jeff Hornacek? Yeah, maybe he should stay there and help them. Yeah, he can stay there. Yeah, care. yeah, yeah. Have him help the Nets. Yeah, yeah. He saw he did for us. He could do the same thing for them. Word. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> you know, you know, keep um D'Angelo Russell on the bench. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. Yeah, exactly. He just bench all the young talent. Yeah. <laughs> Who needs the who needs, who needs to worry about the who needs to worry exactly, about the future? You know, give Jared Dudley more playing time. Yeah, enough. man, you get him find some some burn. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man. Oh, yo, I need to get used to doing this sound effects thing, man. You know what? I need to move the sound effects a little. Forward. Yeah, a little closer, you know. So when I get and I feel the spirit, yeah, I can hit him a lot more quickly. That's yeah. what I'm going for. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry for the delay. Sorry for the delay. <laughs> it is midnight past damn near 12.15, talking these Knicks. Yeah, you know, that's how we, you know, that's how we do it. That's how we do it. We do it for the people. The people, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people, them. All right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I like what I've seen from that. Most wolfly. Even though he hasn't shot well all the time, mm-hmm. the defense is always good. He's always going to run over a million screens. Yeah. And he has a little knack for hitting timely buckets sometimes, man. When the game is online, sometimes he's not that afraid mm-hmm. to to take it. 
Well, sometimes he, he has missed it. But for the most part, it seems like when he's open, he's going to hit it. Yeah. If we need a bucket, he's going to get it to you, get, get it for you. And he's just solid on defense. He's, he takes the pride of taking the best offensive player out there game. He's even said that he wants Tim Hardaway Jr. to have more energy. Mm-hmm. And to, for him to have more energy, he's going to take on the toughest assignment. So shout out to Dot, Free Dot. The, my, our first Knicks player to ever follow us on Instagram, <laughs> Damian Dotson. Shout out to that guy. Appreciate it, man. Looking forward to seeing his stock rise. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, we kind of already talked about Tim Hardaway Jr. a little bit. Yes, we did. So we can talk about your guy. Oh, the Fresh Prince. Hey, 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 hey. Now this is a story, Frank. Yeah. (laughs) As far as I got. Yeah. um, How are you liking Frank, man? I mean, I like what I'm seeing from Frank. Um, the last couple of games, he's he kind of struggled a bit. A little shaky, I mean, yeah. little bambi knees. Against against yeah. the Mavericks and against the Wizards. Yeah, a little shaky, little bambi knees going over there. Yeah. Can't really walk straight, but he's falling and getting back up. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I I, I kind of give him a cat. I kind of give him a pass against the Wizards because he's facing John Wall, and John Wall's a problem. Yeah, but I, I'll talk about that game later. I feel like there's certain things he did well, and I felt I don't know, man. Yeah, but um, overall, Frank has shown more aggressiveness this season, which is what I like. Yeah. He's kept his dribble longer, which is what I like. Like, he doesn't give up the ball all the time Yeah, when he passes half court. Like, sometimes he does try to hold on to the ball and either drive to the basket to create for somebody else or try to finish at the rim. Like, I'm seeing more of that from this season, which I like. Yo, this is what I like that I've seen from Frank. Mm -hmm. Last season, I know Knicks fans saw that his handle wasn't quite there yeah this season it looks a whole lot smoother right yeah that's that's that that's that brickley with all magic right there. yeah <laughs> even at the top of the key he still looks a little bit stiff at the top of key mm-hmm. and that's not even his handle i think he has to be more aware of like moving his feet when he dribbles and and and, and i think i don't know if you'll ever notice it or the, or the coaching staff will, will you know mm-hmm point that out to him, but he'll be able to react faster if he's, like, kind of, like, not staying still, like, dribbling at the top of the key. Yeah. But, um, what I do like what I've seen about his handle, though, the pressure, right? hmm Last year, if you pressured Frank, that was a turnover. Yeah. He would pick up the, he would pick up the ball, or he would just look for somebody to pass too quickly, and it will be a turnover. This year, he has already, he has a go-to move. Mm-hmm. He waits for it. He waits for the pressure, and he goes between the leg, drive. Between yeah. the leg, drive. And he and I've seen him pull it off a couple of times where they thought people thought it was sweet. This was last year's Frank, uh-huh. and they were proud to pressure him, and hit him between the leg, drive real quick, and he hit her. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Frank, man, working on the handles. Yes, sir. Getting that between the leg drive going. I like what I've seen from Frank. I'm definitely more aggressive. Definitely shooting threes. David Fisdale. He he gave him homework. Remember last remember last season, mm-hmm. I was talking about Frank and I said, "Listen, man, he, this guy needs homework." Yeah. And my homework for him was, "You need to shoot ten to fifteen shots a game." In my eyes, be more aggressive. Mm-hmm. David Fisdale gives him homework now. Okay. And I I read that he tells Frank he wants Frank to shoot 
Um, I think he said four threes, four to five threes a game. He's definitely doing that. Yeah, <laughs> he's definitely putting them up. Yeah, he's he's doing so. Shout. He's like, get your get your shots up, man. Yes, sir. So that's why when you start to think about what he did in that Golden State game, mm-hmm. when he's opening it, he's shooting it. Yeah. And it's keeping him aggressive and keeping some of that defense honest. Mm-hmm. So I love what I see from Frank. Even though he's had some good scoring games, um, but more most importantly, you can see that he's a floor general. The team just looks more organized when he's out there. The offense is a lot more flowing when he's out there compared to some of the other point guards we have. Yeah, and he's doing well. I like I like the progression, man. He's gonna be fine. Yeah, I also like the fact that he's taking more risks now too. Like all his passes aren't safe anymore. Yeah, you know, like, like he's taking more risks now, especially in the pick and roll. Like he'll be die. He'll be placing passes between defenders and stuff like now. What? It's Yo, like listen, <laughs> listen, listen, man. Because we're gonna talk about Moody later. Oh my gosh, Fizdale talked about how. Moutier was the best passer on the Knicks. Yeah. And based off what he's seen so far, before Neil Frank was with a point guard full-time, that was kind of true. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't argue with that. You really. can argue with that. But I know Knicks fans seen uh, Frank pull off some crazy passes last season. Yeah. In the pick and roll... I remember, like, the first game of the season, last season, he, he pulled off, like, a full-court pass. Mm-hmm. Remember that full-court bounce pass that he pulled off last season and yeah. strive for a fast break between, like, two players? Yeah. Like, that shit was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was amazing. So, I think he might he might start changing his mind. Mm-hmm. But I, that might not be completely true, but I, I do feel like... What he's shown from preseason, that might have been true for Moutier. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Frank hasn't been, has not been getting that many minutes at the point guard spot. Yeah. So I felt like it was a, you know, like an unfair advantage to say that too. Cause yeah, because yeah, Frank was on the wing to start the season. Exactly. Yeah. He's on the wing to start the season. Oh, which brings me to another thing. Another, un, another thing that I want to talk about too. Did you read what Fizz said about Frank and his wing minutes? I did not read that. Okay. Just to educate um, educate Knicks fans out here, Fizdale said that he kind of planned this. He wanted Frank to be free. He wanted Frank to be free. He wanted Frank to be freedom. He wanted, he wanted to have freedom, right? Mm-hmm. He wanted him to be free of expectation. So he started Frank out as a wing so he can get comfortable scoring and that's about it mm-hmm. he doesn't want he didn't want to have him worrying about running offense he just wanted to get comfortable scoring putting the ball in the basket and not worry about doing anything for anybody else yeah so you said you know what i'm gonna have frank start out the wing get him comfortable just scoring not worry about anybody else and then move him to the point guard full time and he feels like having frank start off at the wing helps his progression when you think about it, it makes sense. So, shout out to Fizz, man. The architect. <laughs> Coaching. Yeah, Fizz out here doing work. Work, man. Future coach of the year. Fizzdale. I keep saying that. I think it's going to be true. Yes. Getting the most out of his players. So, I talked a lot about Frank. <laughs> I'm done. I actually felt like we didn't talk enough about Frank last episode. 
Yeah, well, Frank, well, Frank got his shine in this episode. Yeah, he got his shine in this episode, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think another guy we should talk about too is Trier, because Trier's been balling this week too. It's just that he's not in the starting lineup, you know, he come off the bench. You know what? Let's get to that, actually. Yeah. Let's get to that. Because Trier, like you said, he's not been starting. But, yeah, he's, he, he's been efficient, man. Most definitely. Listen, dog. I I tweeted this out the other day. Um, there was, He had a three-game stretch where he shot. I'm going off the top of the dome. Freestyle. Hove. Um, <laughs> first game he shot, I think it was the next game. I think it was 72%. Uh-huh. I know the Mavericks gave me shot eighty percent. I know that I remember that yes. on the top of the dome. I think eight seventy two percent, eighty four percent, and eighty percent. Damn, like that's not even Shaq like numbers. That's better than Shaq like numbers. That's better than Shaq. You go, <laughs> you you dog. Trier is real, dog. That guy is real deal. Yes, he is. The real deal. That. Man, this front office got these guys are, jeez, man, that has it, it makes me wonder like, how did all NBA teams skip on this dude in the draft? It's amazing. I don't understand. They was caught napping, dog. Like I, we we did an episode a while ago, a while ago talking about Trier mm-hmm. and his uh, PED use. So maybe maybe they had that 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 PED use had more to do with him, you know, slipping down there. Yeah. And he also, you know what, he had a reputation as a ball hog too. Definitely had a reputation as a ball hog. Yeah, but this but this undrafted rookie has first round talent. Like it's he, crazy. He definitely does. He definitely does. And you know what else too? I think what had to do with it too, because I was doing some research on him a while ago. Mm-hmm. That you know, I never put something out I was working on. Hopefully I'll get to put that out. But um Basically, like he had a really good year, his first year, and you know, and you know what, those one and done guys usually get kind of picked higher. Yeah, I think if he didn't go back, mm-hmm. the next year and have to go through that PED use that happened that second year, mm-hmm. and his and having to fight that stigma, I think he might have got drafted higher if he got if he if he if it was one and done. Yeah, probably because he did real. He did like eighteen points a game. Yeah. I think he would have got drafted higher. Probably. He might have been on the first round. Yeah, because you know how it is with NBA teams with seniors entering the draft. You know, they look, they view seniors like, oh, there's not much potential for him to grow. Exactly. So, so they drop further down the draft where, like, these one and do with these one and done guys, NBA teams look at them like, oh, we can do a lot with this kid. Like, he's 18, 19 years old and he's showing this much ability this early. So we yeah. can do a lot to mold him in this and that. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So that could be a lot to do. I mean, this guy was a. This guy was a basketball head, man. He traveled high school to high schools to the best high schools to play balls. Mm-hmm. And he was an All-American. I can't... And he was... A, he was. A, he, I think he had like a game in high school when he scored like 72 points or 64. Ooh. Yo, this guy is a killer, dude. This guy is a killer. That That's like LaMelo Ball numbers. <laughs> Don't quote me on this. It was either like 72 or 64. So it was something insane. Yeah. But Trey is a killer, man. He's going to be a guy... Right now, he's a six-man... Mm-hmm. Well, he's earned the trust of Fizdale for damn sure. Yeah, he has him trying to close out games now, mm-hmm. and he 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 he's a mainstay man. He has to be. You know who you know who he kind of reminds me of though. I know he draws a lot of comparisons to Starks, which I which I which I can which I 
I don't really agree with that though. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he's a lot more. I feel like Starks is more erratic. Yeah, but you know who he reminds me of though, especially being the sixth man coming off the bench and the way he scores. He kind of reminds me of Lou, Lou Williams. Wilson. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Me of Lou yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, I'll let you on. The, it's just automatic scoring off the bench. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree with you, man. Just mm-hmm. instant offense. Yeah. Can take anybody off the dribble. That that mid-range game is so filthy. Yeah, man. He be yo, he be dancing on people. Dog, just, man. And then they, they just pull it back and just go for the J. That <laughs> hard pull back. Lord. Yo, yeah. That hard pull back is crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. He be, also, also his yo, his in and out dribble is crazy too. Like Yeah, that pull back. Yo, I'm a study of dog. I'm <laughs> dog. <laughs> I'm actually studying Trey's handles for, and trying to and thinking mm-hmm. about the next time I go play ball, I'm gonna pull off that combo, son. Yeah. He pulled off some dribble combo on the Dallas game. Oh I'm, yeah. I was I'm like, gonna. Oh, I'm. Damn. I am <laughs> going to try it. Yeah. I'm going to practice that. Whenever I get, in, I haven't gone in the court in a minute. Cause I've been heavy on the KOT stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm trying it, man. Yeah, he froze that defender, just blew Ooh. right by him with that. I was like, yo. Definitely froze that. What's what's that Disney movie? Frozen? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name character's name? Uh, well, I I only know this because of my niece. Ah, uh, cop the cop the plea early. Yeah, but, yeah, but the name is Elsa. Elsa, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, son, how you know that, son? You taking your broken car, son. Uh, I'm just saying, my, my niece loved that movie. Um, that's the only reason. No, that's the only right. reason. Right. <laughs> that's the only reason. See. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Let me see your phone cover. <laughs> you got Elsa on your phone cover, bro? Nah, actually, Goku. Oh, yeah, Goku. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, go, all right, you got it, man. Yeah, Goku. That's like, that's like the Super Saiyan, the new Super Saiyan Blue Goku or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the God Super Saiyan. Yeah. Okay, all right. All right, I'm a nerd. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, shout out to Retreat, our young core, doing well in these streets, causing mm-hmm. havoc. Actually, yo, I might have another staff for that. Okay. Shout out to Tommy, giving the... The ill stats. Oh, is is that beers again? Yeah, the beers. Okay. Beers behind. I like beers for the stats. I like following beers for the stats. Yeah. He gives. Let's see. Uh, Alonzo Trier, Mitchell Robinson, and Damian Dotson combined for forty-seven points during that Mavs game. Whoo! The you damn oh, the core. Core strong. Yes. 47 points, 20 rebounds, 5 assists, 4 steals. I'm giving away facts Woo! for the Mavs game. Yes. I ain't mean to hit that yet. <laughs> <laughs> but but thanks, Tommy Beers. Thank you for the stats and the facts. Yeah, word, word. Thank you for the stats and the facts. <sighs> Which brings us to some other stats and the facts. Because we, we have all the good feelings we have surrounding the UDEM and, and, and Mitch Robinson and Frank is coming in and out. And, oh. All that is feeling good, but then you start to look around and you're like, all right, mm-hmm. Mitch is doing well. Yeah. But there's some Knicks fans who are like, yo, what about my guy? Enos. Hmm. My 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 guy, this this there, there's a little bit of dissension. Yeah. A little bit. Some people feel that Cantor's is a little bit been a little bit disrespected a little bit mm-hmm. now nah, i mean he not starting Let this young buck come in here took his spot matter of fact i think i should do it right now mitch has become one of the new oh <laughs> i'm missing still your minutes oh. money, money, money.
he's like your traditional big man almost. Right. So I think like Cantor's more viable when he's going against a big man like that. But like when he goes up against a big man, like say for example in the Mavericks game against Powell, who actually comes out and shoot the three, then it's gonna yeah, be a struggle. Exactly. I agree with you. The only thing is sometimes that pick and roll. If they start picking and rolling Cantor mm-hmm. with John Wall and Dwight Howard, that's when it gets a little bit tricky. Yeah, and the Wizards were going to that a whole lot. Yeah. Game. But I still feel like this is a spot, is a place for Cantor in this league. I, I I know there's a lot of people, there's a lot of Knicks fans too, who do, who disagree. Mm-hmm. They're like he's a di- he's like a dinosaur big. That's that's the term I keep hearing over and over again. Yeah. But um, I still feel like this is a place for him in this league. Now here's the here's the bigger question. Next season, right? Mm-hmm. There's gonna be a lot of people coming off these books next season, bro. Yeah. Cantor's gonna be one of them. We have Vonley, we have Mitch. Mm-hmm. We don't have Vonley, actually. It's possible Vonley might be a cheaper option. Yeah. Where do you feel like Cantor is gonna be a Nick next season? It's going to be tough. It's going to depend on what the Knicks do because I feel like the Knicks wear. If, for example, if the Knicks are going to sign a big-name free agent, like, what, how much money is there going to really be left over to pay Cantor? Like, I think if Cantor really wants to stay, he's going to have to take a pay cut. Exactly. And it's like, how much of a pay cut... He'll be willing to take. Is he willing to take, is the question. Like, for the Knicks to sign somebody like Durant or Kawhi... Mm-hmm. They have to renounce pretty much everybody. Yeah. Like Cancer. I think who else? Was it? La- Cancer, Lance, Burke. Mm-hmm. Pretty much freaking everybody. Yeah. And then, do we even have... I think we have Cancer's bird rights, right? Yeah, we do. Through trade. So, like, I know you can go over to sign, but it's like, how much do you really want to go over to sign mm-hmm. Cancer? And it's going to be tricky. Like, it's not going to be no... I don't think it's going to be no 18 million... Yeah, exactly. I'm not even sure if it's going to be $15 million. Yeah, that's a possibility. Then you have to also think about it, too. Like, you have to remember, KP's has to resign also. Yeah, along, so along we're going to sign him a max. Yeah. So, like, when you start to put all these pieces together, you start it starts to look really bleak for Cantor's future if he's going to stay here long term. Yeah. Especially if you're like, all right, we have KP back. Mm-hmm. We get a, a big free agent. That means that big the big man ministry can shrink a little bit more. You're looking at Vonley versus Cantor. Mm-hmm. Vonley is looking like a cheaper option. Yeah. It can, it's, it's the, the future might be a little fuzzy. And I know Cantor wants to retire here. Mm-hmm. He said that. Will Cantor accept a bench role long term? Because he, he was it's real rosy when he's here and he's starting all these games. Mm-hmm. If Coach Fizz sees him as a bench role, will he be more willing to stay here? That, that that's tough because Fizz because when he got benched that, that first game, like Cantor looked like he wasn't having it. Like exactly, can because Cantor feels like he should be starting. So, I if 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 Fizz comes around and he's like. You know, cancer. We won't mind you staying, but at the same time, you have to take a pay cut, and then on top of that, you're gonna be coming off the bench. That's a lot. 
Yeah, like it's I, a lot for a guy to take. Yeah, I don't know. Like, how much do you like New York? How much you trying to recruit? Like, mm, yeah, that's a lot to overcome. Exactly. And then, then you have to also take into account Fitz dollar ball. So it's like, you know, Fitz wants to play a certain way, and Cantor doesn't really fit into the way Fitz wants to play ball. Exactly. So it's like you have all these factors that's going against Cantor at the moment, where it's like. I don't know if he'll be back next season. To be honest about it, that's what I'm saying. I, I, it's looking, it's looking bleak. When you start to put all the pieces together in your brain, how much money we have and who's gonna stay, like, it's mm-hmm. looking real bleak. Yeah. So, keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on Cantor's aggression. Even though he's been, a, he's a consummate team player. Mm-hmm. As much as he was complaining. Yeah. He was still giving Mitch advice and doing his thing. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Whew. I guess we can talk about this next game now, right? Yeah. Or do oh, wait. Or... <sighs> okay, so you know what? Instead of the next game, let's get into the Knox. Yes. So Knox is close. We are recording this on a Sunday. Actually, <laughs> that's a lie. It's now Monday morning. Yeah, Monday morning. <laughs> yeah, true. 12.43 a.m. <laughs> Doing his Knicks talk. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Knox is, po- Knox is coming back. He's on a comeback trail. I think he did three on... He played three and three for the first time. Yeah. He's, and, and he said, like, his ankle... He said, like, he doesn't feel pain in his ankle anymore. His pain, his ankle is just sore now, which is a good sign. Yep. I think I think the only thing I heard that worried me a little bit was he said he thought his his ankle would be sore for the season. I was like, really? Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. He was like, he said something about like he's gonna always feel something in his ankle for the rest of the season. But he said the fact that he doesn't feel pain is just sore is a good sign. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but um, whew. when you think about the potential of the squad and what we've been doing so far, and we haven't had our number one rookie in there, Knox. Mm-hmm. You're like, wow, we can really start to put it together. Exactly. Especially because, you know what? Knox hit some big shots for us versus, oh, was it the Nets? Was the, that yeah, the Nets early in the, the season. Exactly. Yeah. When he got injured, and you start to think, whoa, okay. Mm-hmm. You can see that ice water calmness he has in his veins. And, you know, when these tight situations come, you can start to believe, you know what? He can probably do that in the game for us later as well. Yeah. So, um,. You know, you look at the rotation, too. It's getting a little bit tight. Mm-hmm. You start to figure, where where are these minutes going to come from when Knox come back? You see, you have our starting five now. Yeah. Right? We have the new starting five and and, and Mitch, Varley, Dotson, and, and Frank, and Tim Hardaway Jr. What's going to happen now when Knox comes back? Who? You know what? I, I, might be, I might be going too deep into this right now, but I'm going to go deep. Okay. First, when Knox comes back, obviously he's gonna be coming off the bench because you you need to warm him up a bit, you know, to help him get back. Yeah, I mean, truth be told, he was coming off the bench already. Yeah, exactly. So now you you see him threatening Mario's minutes. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. So Mario might be looking at spot time, especially if Knox performs when he comes back. That's, that's for damn sure. I mean, also, too, you might have to start looking at Lance minutes, too. Yeah, Lance, too. Yeah, because Lance plays similar position. Yeah. 
So, <laughs> you look at those two guys, you know, those two guys are probably biting their nails right now because... <laughs> mm, you damn yeah. Yeah, those minutes might go from, like, 15 to 5. <laughs> yes, for damn sure. You don't know what's going to happen. So, when it, that rotation is going to look mighty yeah. scarce with Dotson getting all the minutes he has. And Dotson is... Exactly. Listen, man. When he shoots well, he doesn't shoot well. He affects the game. Mm -hmm. Those type of players, man. Yeah. But, he, but here's the scary thing, though. What if Knox comes back and then, like, say, like, towards, like, midseason or whatever, he's really performing well? Do you keep him coming off the bench? Or is he taking the starters minutes and he gets inserted into the starter lineup since he's, like, the first-round eighth pick? That, that's a... <sighs> Man, listen, <laughs> that's, that's, she's fizz, fizz, this is where you earn your check, bro. Yeah. <laughs> this is where you earn your check, because it's like, uh, he's yeah. balling. I don't know, man, like, I'm trying to think how much defense, to me, uh -huh. it's got to be on the defensive end. To me, it's obvious to me that, you know, Knox might have, like, the... He has the higher ceiling, right? Because yeah, yeah. you're looking at Dotson, right? Because you're really looking at Dotson. Uh-huh. Dotson versus Knox. Knox has the higher ceiling. Yeah. But... Dotson versus Knox. Dotson is light years ahead of Knox when it comes to defense. Yeah. Like... <sighs> yeah, Definitely. Fizz is preaching defense. Yes. First. Which is why he has all the best defenders in the lineup at the same time start to start out. Mm-hmm. Well, except for Timmy. Except for Timmy. You can, but, but you need some offensive production, so Timmy got to be in there. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, it's like, it's, it's going to be, man. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Like... Do you put him in power forward for Von? Like, that don't make no sense to me. Because Von Lee's been the best, probably plus. He's like, I, I, we talked about it last week. He's mm -hmm. been the most impactful player on the Knicks roster so far. Yeah. It, 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 it's going to be between Von Lee and Dotson if it gets to that point because those are the only two spots I see Knox really taking. I think Tim Hardaway Jr. is safe. Obviously, Frank is the point guard, so... Unless Frank starts to slip and then you put in Burke or Moody in his place. Like, Frank is... Right. That's Frank's position to lose. Yeah. And Mitch... Mitch is the big man. He's the center. So, again, that's Mitch's position to lose. I want to segue into some other some other talk, too. I almost might want to do my Moody talk now, yo. Mm-hmm. Just because of the way this conversation is going. Yeah. I, I want to talk about Moody later, but you know what? Let's, let's just talk about it now. Alright. Cause the the ro the rotations get a lot trickier. Yes, it is. When you start to think about Moutier. Because Moutier Man, he already started to take some minutes in this Dallas game, man. From the original Mr. Steel Your Minutes. From the original Mr. Steel Your Minutes, <laughs> he's already taking like uh. he's <sighs> <laughs> Oh, I miss Steal Your Minutes. Burke. Was the last guard off the bench. Moody has been the first guard off the bench in these games. Yeah. So you start to think about the way Fizz has been doing things. Fizz has been prioritizing the youth movement. Mm -hmm. 
Fizz is giving all the youngsters the minutes first. Yeah. Which is great for the most part. Yeah. Until you start to think, okay, is it worth it to do it with Moutier? I mean, I'll be the first to admit, I've been on Moutier, like, I've been down on Moutier since last season. Yeah, man. You know, but I'll admit, against the Mavericks, he didn't look bad. He looked okay. Against the Wizards, I can't really complain about his play. Like, it, it, it wasn't dynamic or anything like that, but it's it was just okay. Like, I can't really say anything bad. I I have more gripes about Moody's play versus the, the, the Wizards game than the Mavericks game. Yeah, yeah. Wizards, to be yeah, honest Ma- yeah, Mavericks, he played better. Right. Because to me, during the during the Wizards game, it was painfully obvious that his half court offense wasn't really cutting it. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem like it didn't seem like he could run the team as good as Frank did. And it's funny because I thought at one point that he could run the team pretty well. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, he couldn't. I know what it is, too. I think he doesn't, he doesn't have the confidence in his offense. Like, Frank was bricking shots that game, but he was taking shots. Yeah, he was still taking them, though. I don't think Moody was looking to take many shots. I think he took, like, what, a couple of mid-range Maybe three. Jumpers. Yeah. Then, like, that one time he drove to the rim and got an offensive foul. Yeah. And, 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 and he surprisingly made that layup, too. <laughs> Me, I was surprised, too. I was like, he made a layup. Oh, off the foul. Okay. But it's like, ugh. But the reason why I'm mentioning this is, is Trey Burke. Mm-hmm. We have until January... To re-up his contract. Hmm. Decide if we're going to cut him or keep him. Damn it. What's Moutier's contract like? I think... Because Moutier got drafted the same year as KP. Right. So if KP's about to be a free agent, Moody is about to be a free agent too. Because I, I would assume they get the same length contract because they were both first-round picks early. Yes. Yes, yeah, so I would assume Moody is about to be a free agent. So it's like... Uh... If Moutier, keep an eye on that Moutier versus Trey Burke versus Trier thing. I, I, I'm saying Trier for a reason. Well, right now, Trier's ahead of both of them. No, no, I know <laughs> Trier's ahead of both of them. Yeah. But just keep an eye on... I'm saying Trier for a reason because of this. Moutier, right, mm-hmm. is cutting into, cutting into minutes. Yeah. He's cutting into Mario's minutes a little bit. When you if you look at that that uh that game versus the the Dallas, yeah, because of the second the second half, second half he got no burn. Yeah, only reason he got burn in the first place because foul trouble from yeah. Lance and Vonley, and he's also cutting into Trey's minutes. Mm-hmm. And we also have to get rid of somebody if you want to keep Trey. Trey. Yeah, I'm putting this all together in my mind. I'm trying to explain it to everybody. So this is why I'm saying keep it keep 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 everything in mind. So it's like, really? If Moutier did his job early and was good before he got injured, 
it could spell the end for Trey because if Trey are playing good and if Moody starts to play good too, then they'll be thinking, well, Trey is only costing us a million. Mm-hmm. Why don't we just cut him? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Moody is on shaky ground. <laughs> <laughs> I will admit, though, his defense has looked a lot better in these games as he returned to. Yeah, yeah. Defensively, he hasn't been bad. I've been surprised. I've been completely surprised because he didn't even show that in preseason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so how did he come off on the injury, not playing, and all of a sudden be pretty good at defense? I'm like, what the hell was happening here? You, you know what? I know him and Frank. Are, I know him and Frank is close, cause so maybe Frank trying to you know teach piece. him some stuff and all. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, trying to preach some defense to him. You know, let him know. You know, this is how you play defense. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, you're right about that. You're definitely right about that. Maybe that, or maybe sitting on the bench has him seeing, seeing the game a little bit slower. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Cause uh, even Fizz said he feels like Knox has seen some things he didn't see before. Yeah. But just just to keep an just keep an eye on that, man. The point guard battle, the small forward battle is heating up right now, man. Mm-hmm. With these people coming back from injuries, most definitely, most people's feelings could be getting hurt. It, it, you know, it's funny too. I, I know, I know, we've we've kind of forgotten about it, but Courtney Lee, it, it, it's, it's, it's my man. About Courtney to be Lee is still here. <laughs> is my man about to be traded? Or is he coming back? Like I'm, I'm I don't know, yo. <laughs> I even even I started to doubt myself, yo, because I read some craziness today about the details of his injury. I was like, yo, is he really injured? Because at first I thought they were lying to trade him. Yeah, I'm still not completely abandoning that theory, but. But they were just like, yo, it moved from his neck to his chest, the pain, and and it's like, what is going on? Is are, are they in that elaborate the lie? Yeah. Or is he really injured? Yeah, like it's, it's like is it is it like a Jimmy Butler situation where Jimmy Butler choose picking picking and choosing like yo when I yo man who's mad? Oh yo, come <laughs> when on, I, man. When, when I want to play. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I'm all over the place. I'm all over the place. Like, bruh, is that too far, man? Is that too far? I don't, like, unless your name's like LeBron James, like, I don't know of anybody that's like, you know what, I'm going to you know, rest today, you know? Yo, I, I, I read some, I read some way he's picking and choosing the games with, yeah. with, with, with high, with high uh, watchability. He's only playing games with high watchability. Man, Tim Bulls fans, man. I feel sorry for y'all, man. <laughs> that sounds like some Nick shit right there, dog. Exactly. That does. That sounds like some like that one. I'm, oh, thank you. Thank you, Perry. And, and people out here calling the Wolves GM soft because they're like, yo, why don't you find this man? Like, you, you, can't, you can't just let this guy just dictate when he yeah, want to play. Yeah, man. He's <laughs> waving. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, guy. That's your guy, Jimmy, man. Yeah. That's your guy. That's your guy, Jimmy. I don't care, yo. I still want him on the Knicks. Oh, I don't care, yo. Man. I still want him on the Knicks. You want the circus in town? <laughs> oh, man. Not for no Max? Hell no. Nah. I'm sorry, I, I Jimmy. Mean, Not I for mean, no Max, bro. I'm sorry. I like hey, your game. If, if, if we bring in, like, a, a guy like Durant, along with Jimmy Butler, I would definitely take that. Not, not Jimmy Butler by himself, because I don't think he'll yeah, bring yeah, us yeah. there. But if it's Dur- if it's a guy like Durant and Butler, oh, I'll take <laughs> Butler with the, with the Durant. Hell yeah. Dog. <laughs> man, man, man. Fine, fine. <laughs> whatever, dog. Whatever. But oh, what was I talking about again? Um, Moutier. Yeah, Moutier. Yeah. Yeah. Keep your eye on Moutier, man. In his minutes and trade, trade Burke situation. All these people with low, with low salary, mm-hmm. who can potentially be cut, or even, or even Courtney Lee, because he could be traded. Yeah. 
Because we have until mid-December around, until those 45 days are up, and we will have to actually make a decision on... on um. Trier. On Trier. Yo, it is 1 a.m. And my brain is shutting down. I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep it live for y'all, though. <laughs> but yeah, a lot going on in Knicks land. Yeah. A lot going on. Whew. All right, now we get into the next game. Let's do that. All right, now I'm going to read the stats and the facts. Stats and the facts. For the Nets game, the Knicks smacked them 115.96. Who's mad? Man, get these scrubs off the court. Why are you even in New York, man. Come on, dog. Exactly. Knicks were led by Tim Hardaway Jr. 25 points, 8 assists, 5 rebounds. Full stat line. What? what? I think he had like steals and blocks and oh, yeah. all kinds of goodies in that one, too. Frank Nilakina, 16 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists. Doing it. Coming off the hills of that Golden State game, Frank Nilakina was showing all yes. the way out. Enos Kanta had a off the bench double double, 15 points and 15 rebounds. You going bench me, bro? Me? points. Come on, he was a killer. He killing the second unit, yes. dog. Trier had 12 points, five rebounds, two assists. Five rebounds from pretty damn good. Five rebounds from Mario had 11 points, four rebounds. Even Mario getting a little bit in there. Money making Mitch 11 points off 5 of 5 shooting from the field. Money, money making Mitch. Ooh, money making Mitch yeah. causing havoc. I love what I saw from Mitch, man. Yes, and Dotson had 10 points, 5 rebounds. Yeah, man. <laughs> this is I think he got a good shooting percentage, but I still feel like he did pretty well that game. Yeah, he shot 4 of 10. It's not too bad. Um, Here's the um team stats for the game. Okay. Nick shot almost 50% from the field, 48.9%. Smacking these dudes. Cakewalk, best team in New York, unguardable. Yes. <laughs> they held the Nets to 40% shooting from the field and 28.9% from three. Oh, my. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, but here's the crazy stat, though. The Knicks out-rebounded the Nets 68 to 36. Get big. Yep. As LeVar Ball would say, you too small. You too small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, this is the thing in this game. I love what I saw from the this game and get my little notes in there. Seven Knicks in double figures. Oh, yeah. You yeah. <laughs> can't really talk about this, about this game without talking about my guy, Tim Hardaway Jr. Yes, he was going off. Yeah, you heard that, Kathy? <laughs> <laughs> talking so much smack. When she yeah. get here, I'm like, oh, so I said nothing yeah, but nice she, things. Yeah, she gonna come for us though when she come back. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretend like she, I'm pretend like this ain't happening. I don't think she's gonna listen to this episode. Man. Probably not. Yeah, she, mm-hmm. <laughs> we love you, Kathy. <laughs> Just in case you happen to listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian wants Brian wants all the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Tim Howard played great offense, great defense. This is the game, man. This is the game. I was like, yo. He's stepping it up. Yep. <laughs> he played well, played offense, played defense. He picked his spots. He passed the ball. He rebounded. There's really nothing much more you could ask for him. Yeah, he did pretty much everything. Pretty much everything. If I'm nitpicking, shooting percentage, get that a little bit up higher. That's, yeah. that's about it, Devin. Yeah, that's about it, though. Yeah, but even Kathy can't complain more really about that, Seven. <laughs> <laughs> 
pretty well. Pretty, pretty well. Even take charges, man. This guy's taking charges like a... Yeah, he is. He's taking way more charges this season than he did last season. I mean, he took charges last season, too. But, man, I think these ones look like they hurt more. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what yeah, it is, yeah, yo. Yeah, Hollis Jefferson kind of got him in the face with an elbow, I think, that busted up his whole lip. Oh, yeah, man. Ooh, his lip was dragging on the floor, dog. Yeah. I was like, yo, whose lips is this, man? Pick that shit up. <laughs> but, man, I respect that he came back and finished like a G, man. Yeah. That's what's up. I was scared. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. When he took that charge, I was like, yo, is he getting up? I had they had flashbacks last season when Tim Hardaway Jr. got injured when he's rolling. Yeah. And then messed up our whole momentum. Yeah, I had that. I had that thought. He came back, though. He came back, though. came back pretty well. And good thing, too, because, you know, we were struggling that first quarter. Mm-hmm. The, the first unit, you, they seemed like they didn't really wasn't really interested in guarding a three-point line. Mm-hmm. This is kind of... Yeah, the Nets were kind of going off early in the first quarter. Yeah, first kind of calmed that down, called the timeout, calmed that down real quick, real quick. And we got back to our switching defense. Our, our rotations were sharp. You really saw the benefits of having Vonley and Mitch Robinson out there at the same time, yeah. guarding these bigs um, out of the perimeter and switching back into the, into the paint. Pretty damn good job overall. And um, even the second quarter, the second quarter was, in, was important too because Frank's pick and roll defense, dog. Dog, man. He, he get over them screens, Jimmy. Dude, yo, I don't know. I, I need... Uh, I felt like I was watching like the Matrix or some shit. <laughs> like dog, there were, I like yo. I was one time where I felt like he was guarding pick and roll, then guarding the switch, then guarding where he thought the pass was. Like he was, he was. He's like he was in more than one place at the same time. You know how neat I see Neo is the one you see mad Neos mm-hmm. all over the place. That's what I saw like when Frank was doing that. Frank was guarding three people at once at one time. Yo, this guy was crazy. Man. Yeah, I love this pick and roll defense, and even Cantor played pretty good defense in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. But uh, after, after that, though, I don't know. It wasn't looking so good. <laughs> <laughs> they started picking him a little bit on the pick and roll a little yeah. bit, dog. And they took advantage of that. But um, I liked what I saw. Yeah, overall, it was a good overall team performance. Overall team performance. For sure, for sure. And the next kind of kept it close for a little bit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they came back late. But then Frank hit that big three-point play in the fourth quarter. Ah. Frank, man, came in. Yo, he's getting a little, that little one-handed turnaround. Yeah, like a little floater. Yeah, man. I'm starting to like that little one-hand turnaround thing he does. Yeah. Seems like it goes in a lot. Shout out to Frank, man. Yeah, keep it up. Keep it up. Definitely. But he did well. Trier did well. We closed the game out. We didn't panic. None of that. None of that. None of that. Uh, Who's that? Who's who's that scrub? I'm sorry. He's not a scrub. He doesn't. That Michigan uh, Levert, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, none of that, none of that, none of that, none of that going off. Timmy oh. took it personal. Yo, matter of fact, now that you bring it up, the Knicks defense they played on Levert, like it's like they were like, oh, you got you went off that first game. Oh, this second we shut you down. Oh, we shut you all the way down. You ain't getting nothing. I think it was like over. I mean, he hit yeah, one he, shot, he, he, man. He was, like, he was like two of eleven or something like Yo, that. Yo, he was horrible, man. But Tim Hardaway yeah. Jr. took it personal. It's not just that, though. The help defense on him, it was like everywhere LeVert went, there was like two, three Knicks, like, on him. Yeah, shout out to that. I was specifically Bon Lee, like, helping out on defense a lot of times. Mm-hmm. He, was, like, he was otherworldly on defense as well, man. Yeah. Knicks team defense was amazing. Exactly. And off of that heel, off of, off of the almost win from Golden State into that win, we felt pretty good. We was coming off high. Yes. 
and we all felt good about ourselves, and we dodged a bullet too because we all, you know, Fizz had some news that Moody was coming back on that Nets game probably, and he didn't come back yet. Mm-hmm. So everybody was like, yeah. <laughs> especially when you see Frank balling, mm-hmm. and he's, he's talking about. Moody possibly starting like no, 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 it's not go backwards. No, <laughs> <laughs> let Moody earn that. Man. Yeah, let him earn that, man. But after that game came the Pacers game. Yeah, the E, the Pacers, the Pacers. So I'm gonna get into the stats and facts for the Pacers. The Knicks lost 107 101. And as you know, when teams beat the Knicks, I go through the um, opposing team stats as well. Yeah, the Pacers were led by Sabonis' son, Domantis Sabonis. 30 points, 9 rebounds off the bench, 12 of 12 shooting from the field. Out Cantor and Cantor. Yeah. Yeah, that was... You was your canter. You was his son that game. I'm sorry. Yeah. Son bonus. Word. <laughs> Victor Oladipo, twenty four point six rebounds. Oh. Tim Hardaway killer that game, bro. Yeah, dude showed why he was on the first team All Defense last season. Um, Thaddeus Young, thirteen points, ten rebounds. Oh. Doing well, man. Came over from Brooklyn and. Yep. He did well with the Pacers, man. Pacers got a little squad, bro. Yeah, they do. And former net Boyan Bogdanovic, 10 points. Oh! Now I'm going to get to the Knicks stats. Wait, 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 wait. Kathy, how many points did Kyle Quinn score? Oh, we going to really do that? <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Quinn played three minutes and scored no points. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Kathy was in this episode, oh, man. man. I wanna... Yo, Kathy is messing up all my good troll jokes. <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to go back for so bad. Oh, I wanted that. Oh my, Vonley doing so good, and it's like, what, what Kyle Quinn? Who? <laughs> Kyle, who's that? He was there for three minutes. Exactly. Oh my god. We, we about to, we about to double up on the Kathy troll job because Tim Hardaway Jr. led the Knicks with thirty-seven points. Come on, Kathy. Your man scored zero points. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Hardaway Jr. himself showing out. I mean, we lost, but still. Yeah. Alonzo Trier had 14 points, three rebounds off the bench. Call that man. No fear, Trier, had, damn it. Sorry, yes. go ahead. Noah Vonley had 14 points, 10 rebounds, four assists. Yo, his... I feel like he had like a block and a steal. I feel like that was a game he he filled it up. Yeah. Damian Dots had 13 points, three rebounds. Solid, solid, solid. Now I'm going to get to the team stats. This is why the Knicks lost. Ah, uh, here we go. The Pacers shot 54% from the field. Man. Bruh. Listen, Pacers are leading the NBA. I think they're second in the NBA. Mm-hmm. In offensive efficiency, like like fifty percent, right behind the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. So it's not surprising that they were shot that high, but man. Yeah. Then on top of this is another alarming stat: points in the paint. Pacers sixty four points in the paint. Knicks thirty two points in the paint. Bruh. And when we had that episode last week talking about Knicks strengths and weaknesses, one of our weaknesses. 
points in the paint. Points in the paint. Damn near at the bottom of the league, points in the paint. Yes. We need these easy baskets. That's that you know, that's the that's the easy baskets thing that we need to, to get to get with. And we didn't have that game. Most definitely. I think even though some of it is attributed to the fact that um the Knicks is one of the um worst fast breaking teams in the league, they don't get as much points off the fast break as they should. Yeah, man. Like that's one thing that hasn't really translated into the season. Yeah. We haven't pushed the pace. I think we're like eighth worst in pace this season, if I remember correctly, off my off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. We really need to kind of pick that up. We we it's just crazy too because it seems like we we generate a decent amount of steals. Yeah, we yeah Knicks create a lot of turnovers, but they don't turn it into quick easy baskets a lot of times though. Yeah, so we need to we need to quicken the pace a little bit, man. We need to, we need to run more to, more. Uh, Definitively, hopefully, we can turn that around at some point. But I don't know. I, I feel like towards you know this you know this this late into the season, you kind of are you are in certain aspects. I feel like you you're either a running team or you're not at this point. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's going to change. I, I I can see defense changing. I can see offense efficiency efficiency changing. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure if we're ever going to be like a real running team. Yeah, like Knicks playing like a typical Eastern Conference team right now. <laughs> For real, <laughs> slug them out. That Pacers game was an old, yeah, school, old school Eastern Conference, Eastern Conference playoff game, son. Yeah. You score, you score, you take a punch, I take a punch. That was, yo. It was entertaining, though. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, it was, yeah. But, yeah. So that game, um, we really... The Knicks defense, right? I feel like sometimes we switch a little too much. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm gonna give actually I'm gonna give props to the to the Pacers offense just being run efficiently. Yeah. Because they make it really hard to not switch. Their pick, their big set really good picks, especially Sabonis. Yeah. Because they picked and rolled us all night. And um, you know what, too? Uh Frank Little There's a lot of times where Frank Ended up guarding these big men, and they just kind of punished them all night. Barbecue chicken. Barbecue chicken all night long. So they either pick and rolled us or pick and switched us to death, and yeah. it worked. Um, But Hardaway shooting was well, man. Shooting well from three. Yeah. Pretty much the whole night. The only thing that was kind of killing us was turnovers. And it, it, hell, it, hell, it, it burned us in the beginning of the game, and it burned us in the end of the game. The Ola Depot pretty much clean strip Hardaway twice Yeah, that game. man. I'm gonna I'm get more into that when I'm gonna get more into that later. Yeah. But woo, man, the turnovers were were turnovers were a problem. Now Pacers, we see, we see, we see. I'm sorry, it's still mad late. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I did notice though mm-hmm. was was the rotations. Fizz played Frank almost the entire quarter, and the, I felt like. He saw how good he was playing defensively, mm-hmm. and he was scared to kind of take him out the game because of it. Yeah, and he saw how good he was kind of running the offense as well. And really, I feel like Fizz would have played Frank that whole quarter, but he got into foul trouble. Mm-hmm. He got two. He got two fouls with two minutes left in the first quarter, and that's when Trey got in the game. Yeah. So you start to think like is. Fizdale's trust and Frank just seemed to grow 
ever since that Golden State game into the Nets game. Yeah. And into that Pacers game. And I guess, you know, it's, it's going to be that yin-yang thing because, you know, your trust grows in somebody else. Mm-hmm. And somebody else is like, well, what happened to me? What, what about my minutes? Yeah. And, you know, Trey, Trey might be thinking that right now because he got in with two minutes left. Yeah. But, yeah. Like you said, Sabonis, 13 points in four minutes. Out the gate, killing us. Killing us. And he also killed Enos Cantor, man. And yeah. Enos Cantor is a pretty good post player. Yeah, but not not against the bonus, though. <laughs> not against the bonus, though. He out cantered Cantor that game, dog. Yeah, he did. Hey, yo, another thing to do with... Another thing I realized, too, is um, Robinson. Yeah, Mitch, Rob- Mitch didn't have a good game. Did not have a good game. He had problems pulling down rebounds. He got his hands on a lot of balls, but he couldn't get the rebound. Yeah. And I'm not sure what was going on that game. He didn't really play a lot that game in general. Yeah, like, because, I mean, basically, the Knicks got little to no production from him that game. Like, let me go back. Yeah, like, Mitch only had, he had no points, and he had four rebounds. Right. Yeah, like, Knicks got little to no production from him, so which is why I think they opted to go with Cantor for the most part down low. Yeah, I wasn't sure if... Because usually he would put him back in the game. I wasn't sure if he was just mad that he didn't perform something. Like, Miss Blue Rotation. Because you know how, like, he wrote Mario Blue Rotation and he only played nine minutes? Yeah. I wasn't sure if he was mad he blew rotation or if he just felt like it was a matchup thing because... So, Bowen... You know how Mitch Robinson's weakness is post-defense? Mm-hmm. And Sabonis was in there killing us? Yeah. And he's like a post-god pretty much. I wonder if it was because of that. He was like, you know what? Let me just go with Enos tonight. It could it could be. So I'm not sure. I'm just guessing yeah. at a certain point. That's neither here or there. But he didn't really play that much. I think he didn't play like 13 minutes or something like that. He played 18 minutes. I just checked. Okay. Yeah. And that was that. But um, eventually, Cantor was getting bullied, man. They pick and roll together. It's a bonus. And uh, who else? Yo, yo, who's wow. that kid from the, the Raptors, dog? Oh, Corey Joseph. Corey Joseph. Yo, Corey Joseph and Sabonis, dog. They just ran pick and roll over and over yeah. and over. It was so painful. We could not stop it, man. Yeah. It was like, dog. Von Lee got in there, kind of slowed it down a little bit. But it was painful. Tim Hardaway Jr. was going off, too. But when it came down to winning time, your boy Victor Oladipo took over. Yeah, most definitely. And here's the thing, too. The fourth quarter, right? Uh-huh. Hard, hard, Hardaway was cooking this whole game. Three after three, shot after shot. He seemed like he was playing perfect. Knicks were up by, like, four? Yeah. It, it, are you talking about... Well, no, I think it was it Dotson who hit the three. Yes. Yeah, they were up like 95, 95 Yo, we should have had that game, man. Yeah, we should have. We should have that game. Dotson hit a three, big three, like he like he usually does in the big moments, and then Victor Oladipo took over. Yeah. Here's the thing. Tim Hardaway Jr. is not a ball handler. Very true. He's not a ball handler, and we got into a weird situation where. I think Frank was out the game, and then he got back in. And he seemed like he got back in a little bit cold, mm-hmm. and he couldn't really get going. 
and he couldn't break down the defense. And it's just it just seemed like it was a hero ball from then on, right? It was like, listen, we gave Harry the ball, and he shot a quick three. No, before that, you know what? Start over. You know what? First, let me say this. Hardaway played great all game, right? But Victor Oladipo's defense on Hardaway kind of took the Knicks out of their rhythm. Because after they turned the game around off of the Oladipo's defense and scored, mm -hmm. and it was time for us to get our points back, I feel like Hardaway was shook a little bit. Yeah. There was a broken play that happened. It was hard, loud in the garden. Fizz came out later and said the Knicks did not run the offense that they were supposed to. We ended up with Hardaway at the ball at the top of the key with the game on the line. 13 seconds left. Hardaway probably should have swung the ball. Let's just keep it. And let's just shoot a deep three. Early in the shot clock. Just trying to get a shot off. But we shook because... He's not a ball handler. Yeah. And Victor Oladipo stripped him way before. Yeah. And when you looked at our options, we had Frank Lakina. It seemed like he was a little tentative because he came in late. Dawson was not a ball handler. And Lance Thomas. Lance Thomas wasn't even playing that was not playing well that game. Why was Lance Thomas in the game? I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> Many Knicks fans are mad about that. You're like, get Lance out the game, dog. That was a, that was that was. Might have been a little air on Fizz's part, dog. But it, it kind of led to that to that turnover and to and led to the demise of the Knicks. Yeah. What was also something about that game, though, was Trier. Because the Knicks offense froze a little bit and we couldn't score. Mm -hmm. But Trier gets in the game and with the pressure, with the game on the line and the pressure mounting, Trey was like, yo, give me the ball, dog. Took some pressure off of Tim Hardaway Jr. Makes an impressive drive to the basket and scores. Yeah. Now the Knicks end up losing that game. But I think after that happened, Fizz was like, all right, you know what? I made the wrong call. I went with Lance at the final minutes. Lance ended up getting blocked mm -hmm. at the end of the game. Trying to make a play. Not his fault. Yeah. He's not he's not a scorer. He's just not. And they're getting blocked. We go with Trier. Trier scores. And you start to realize, you know what? We have something in, in Trier. He's a finisher. He's a guy who can finish games for us. He doesn't have fear. He's not. He's, he can break down the defense. And I think that's going to carry on to the next game and the next game and every game after this. Yeah. Fizz makes a statement. Trier will be in the game when it's crunch time from now on. It just is. So I'm done with that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, and, I, and I guess I'm just going to, like, chime in and just um, talk about Oladipo late in the game because the Knicks were close. Like, the Knicks should have had this game, but then Oladipo just pretty much took over the clean steal on Hardaway Jr. that led to the slam. Yeah. Which which made the Pacers regain the lead. And then on top of that, I think it was a bit later, like maybe a minute or two later, Oladipo squared up on Tim Hardaway Jr., shot it through over him and nailed it. Yeah. Gave him like a six-point lead. And then again, late in the game, 
Bogdanovic air balls or three. That air ball was three. crucial, man. Oh, oh my God, the and, luck. And then there was no Nick under the basket to get the ball. And and Thaddeus Young <sighs> saves it to Oladipo in the corner. And he hits another three. Yo, in all fairness, though, like those air balls are tricky, dog. You don't know where the ball's going to end. You think it's going to hit the rim and you'll be able to. Mm-hmm. Like those air balls are really like 50-50. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So, I mean, heads up play to find, to find, uh, oh my gosh, I'm getting tired. Oladipo last minute for the three. Yeah. And a dagger. Yo, Oladipo is like the top of the NBA in clutch points right now. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like one of the top, he's one of the top clutch players in the NBA right now. So, we ran into one of the top clutch players in the NBA and we lost. But we fought hard. And I was actually pretty, I was down that game. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I like what I saw from the team. Yes. Mavericks? Yeah. Let's go. Yes, yes. This is a game, yo. We watched this game for those, yo. Shout out to everybody who showed up to the, the to the uh um the uh watch party event thing. Yes, yeah, to the watch party with posting and toasting, Nick's film school, your boy the nigga time show, and the hard knock licks podcast. Shout out to everybody who showed up. It was a great and oh my god, Nick's Nick's fan TV CP. Can't forget you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the Knicks won 118-106 in Dallas. Yeah! Core, damn it. Knicks core. Knicks first road win of the season. That's right. Knicks first road win of the season. Then with our our starting five. Yes, and the Knicks were led by Alonzo Trier. 23 points off the bench. 8 of 10 from the field. Killer! Yeah, I love watching Alonzo at the end of the game. Yeah, that was the most funnish. Yeah, he, he <laughs> yeah he definitely goes in his bag when it when the when the game's on the line for sure. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. had eighteen points, six rebounds, three assists. And you know what? Very unselfish. Even only had only had three assists. Mm-hmm. Very unselfish game. Yeah, he he definitely didn't chuck as much as he usually does. Yeah, he let the, he let the other guys from kind of run the team. Yeah, and then we had money making Mitch thirteen points, ten rebounds, three assists. Money, money making Mitch. Woo! Who was the best center on the t- on on the on the floor that game? Money making Mitch. Money, <laughs> money making Mitch. Dog. Mitch versus DeAndre. DeAndre, who? I mean, DeAndre looked like a small fry out there today, yeah, dog. Man. Man. He out play. Yo, I'm so I'm so. And, you know, I thought DeAndre Jordan went home. You know, he he's at home in Dallas. So, you know, I thought I'd see, like, uh, yeah, like a like, more hype Where's the, play where's the home cooking? I, I didn't see none of that that game. None of that. Like, dog. Mitch was like, not tonight. Maybe you should stay with the Clippers. Word. <laughs> <laughs> um, Enos Cantor, 13.5 rebounds. Okay, Cantor. I mean, rebounds were kind of low, but yeah. they was pulling him out of the paint a lot. Yeah. Dotson, 11 points, 8 rebounds. Gosh, I love Dotson. only played 9 minutes, but he had 11 points. I guess we could have minutes conversation. Yeah, yeah keep it. And special shout-out to Lance Make em Dance, Thomas, 10 points off the bench. Career high, <laughs> 10. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think he hit somebody with a sham guard that game. 
He probably did. I think I saw. I saw the <laughs> shit. I saw the Chevy, son. Oh man, that's the Chevy. So the Knicks. <laughs> so the Knicks shot fifty five percent from the field that game. And oh, here's a here's a pretty good stat. The Knicks outscored the Mavericks in the paint, fifty eight to fifty. That doesn't happen a lot. Wow, fifty eight to fifty. Yep, that's amazing. Wow. Well, okay. Well, Knicks versus. Let's see. How's that? Knicks versus Mavs. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, let's see. I'm going to say the Knicks starters, first and foremost, did their jobs. The Mavs, you can see why the Mavs lose a lot, dog. Yeah. You can see it. And it's funny because we were talking about the draft episodes. Um, and, and Dennis Smith Jr. Mm-hmm. And even Doncic, as as talented as these guys are offensively. Yeah, they're, they're not great on defense at all. Dog. Yeah, they're, they're pretty bad on defense. <laughs> like... I'm sorry, but if I'm the Mavs GM, I'm making the I'm making a decision on one or the other. In my opinion. Either that or you're gonna have to make Mavericks a run and gun team where they just try to outscore opponents. I mean they have to they have to. That's the only the defense is that horrible, man. Yeah. Like I might just roll with Doncic at point, try to trade Dennis. I mean, if I was the Mavs. That's I lot. mean, I mean, if 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 I have to choose between one or the other, I'd probably go with Doncic too. Yeah, man, cause that that yo, they look lethargic. You can't expect the the Jordan to fix everything. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the Stars did their jobs. To me, the Stars just look like the best team on the floor. To me, mm-hmm. it, it was crazy. It was crazy watching the game from like the Mavs announcers' perspective and stuff like that. Because I I had watched the game at the watch party. I went home and rewatched the game. Uh huh. And I, I I hate when I have to listen to the other commentators. But they were talking like... Well, Derek Harper was commentating. <laughs> I feel you, but they come with the, with the... Well, you know, it was like... Here, here, here's what the commentating sounded like. Obviously, the Mavs had the most the more talented team. I'm like... Yeah, it's so boring. Uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, that too. But, you, they, but then you have to think about it too, you know... They're Mavericks commentators, so you know they're gonna be biased. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm biased. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess when you talk about offensively talent, you're talking about Dennis Smith Jr. and Luka Doncic. I feel like the names are more known, but their glaring deficiencies are just not. Oh, let me get off of that. Let me get off of that. I mean, I mean, shoot, they make Timmy, they make Timmy look like a great defender. I mean, damn. I mean yo, they made him look like an all-star defender. They made, they made yo. They made him look like Victor Oladipo out there. Word. <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus Christ, peace and rest. Anyway, but yeah, so um, the the starters did their damn job, but the second unit was where the problem was. They came out kind of slow defensively to me. Mm-hmm. But um, the second unit, Moutier, hmm. Trier, Burke, Lance, Cantor was the second unit. Moutier siding. Yeah. Um, I'm not, and to be honest with you, I don't even think the defense was really Moutier's fault exactly this game. No, it wasn't the defense. Yeah, it was more like the Cantor Lance Burke things for some reason wasn't really working with me. Yeah, that lineup was kind of weird. Yeah, like, to like me, to me, they they weren't really meshing together, especially defensively. It was like 
they just weren't working together. Yeah, this kid Vinny Smith was was like looking like Jordan out there. Like, who was that? Yeah, who was, was that? Like, Yo, who's Miz? Who's Miz? Is this? this? Get this guy out of here! Why is he scoring so much, I dog? Know, man. Well, it was crazy, but that was the first. That also was the first game where I saw Moody was the first guard off the bench. I was like, hmm. I, I admit, when I saw Moody come to the game, I was like, uh, I don't know if I want him in the game right now. I was like, no. <laughs> my my soul died a little bit. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, dog. But yeah, he is. And then Trey came in the came came off the bench when it was like six minutes left mm-hmm. in the second half. I was like, dog, is this is this life? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Trey or Moutier? Well, I mean, right now it's still Trey. You know, Moutier to me is still going to, still, he still needs to prove himself a bit more before I put him over Trey. So right now it's still Trey off the bench first for me. I agree with you on that one. Yeah. That's for sure. But also what was telling was Mario. Mario was the last guy off the bench, period. Yep, and he was balling that second quarter. Yo, I think I have a I have a theory. Mario was like, "Oh no, you're not benching me." He was so I think he was so mad that he was the last guy off the bench mm-hmm. that he was like, "I'm going off," and he scored everything. Because what happened was Von Le got into foul trouble. Yeah, Lance got in foul trouble, and and then coach was like, "Well, we gotta leave Mario out here now." <laughs> <laughs> and Mario went off that first half. Man, he was doing well. Yeah, he was. But shout out to Mario. But he didn't play the second half at all. Not at all. Not one minute. Nope, not a damn minute. <laughs> but yeah, you know what? Shout out to Mario what he did. And, but listen, Tim Hardaway, Tim Hardaway came, warmed up in that second quarter because you know what? The second unit of the Knicks kind of let the foot of the guys. Dallas started revving up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Tim Hardaway Jr. started looking like he belonged. Yeah. Willis back in this damn game. Started in the second quarter, continued to the third quarter. Mm-hmm. And um, you know what, too? The team defense and the, de- and the team offense took over in the third quarter, too. And we ended up pulling it out at the end, man. I like what I saw from the Knicks. Most definitely. And in the fourth quarter, Trier took over. Oh, yes. Trier definitely. Always oh, a Trier show. It's funny because, you know what? Everybody did well in that third and fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. But Trier stood out. Yeah. Was what was cool about Trier was it embarrassed him. Yeah, like he had the he had the Mavericks defenders on skates. Yo, there was a point of there was a point where Trier actually freaking was causing double teams, man. They was yeah. trapping his guy. I was like, yo, ISO Zoe Word. is getting the double team early. Yep. As a ro- y'all, I was like, that's put on him it was whether it was Dennis Smith Jr. Doncic it didn't matter he was dancing on all of them all of them was mad entertaining son yeah (laughs) but yo that was crazy freaking Mitch Robinson was all over the place dunking on everybody making DeAndre look like like a Franklin listen man I'm gonna say this about Frank too because Frank didn't have a statistically good game he had the he had them seven assists though Dennis Smith Jr.'s defense is atrocious. Dog. Frank, for all this talk about Frank not having handles, mm-hmm. Frank got by Dennis Smith Jr. 
Anytime he wanted to. Yeah, easy. Anytime. Remember I was talking about how Dennis Jr. was like Derrick Rose, all uh, defense reincarnated? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, that's the same guy. This is the same guy. Crazy athlete offensively. Mm-hmm. Super, 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 super bad defensively. Yeah. And, dog, oh, my God. There was one play that had me pissed off, dog. Pissed off. There was a point where the game was getting a little bit out of hand. It seemed like Dad's dead in the water, and I felt like Dennis Pizzini was frustrated. Yeah, yeah, he was. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't Dennis Smith and Frank, aren't they supposed to be boys? Aren't they, aren't they cool? Well, according to Dennis Smith Jr., yeah. Dog. Why did Frank get by Dennis? Dennis get mad. Frank had the layup. Dennis gets mad. He looks like he pulls Frank's arm down to prevent him to get in the layup. Mm-hmm. After that, he pushes Frank in the chest. Yep. And then Frank falls to the floor, and he steps over him like he Iverson. <laughs> what the? Bruh. Dog, I was so tight. Yeah, that was... Mad disrespectful. Yeah, it was. Mad disrespectful. I was like, yo, what is happening here? You, Why? No one's going to... It got. And, 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 it, I don't. I don't think. I don't think any of the team. I don't think any of the Knicks players really noticed that though. Like, like because to me, it's like if you see that in your Frank's teammate, like you gotta approach Dennis Smith and be yeah, like, yo, man. Well, like, yo, it's good, man. Like, I, yo, you can't be doing that. I don't like. Did it happen so fast? No one caught that. That's what I'm thinking. Cause I'm like, yo, that was OD disrespectful, man. It was. I'm like, dog, he. Uh, and then Trier went. Uh, uh, part of me was like, yo, Trier's going off because you know what he wanted this. He wanted just he wanted he just wanted to disrespect them after that. Yeah. And he took over. And he he embarrassed the hell out of these guys, man. Yo. My dude was doing in and out dribbles, crossovers. Sports center. Dude, dude got the mean Hezzy. The Hezzy is strong, <laughs> man. Hezzy, Hezzy, cross in and out, crossover. Hezzy, strong, man. Word. True guy in his bag, dog. I love that guy. <laughs> Me too, man. Fear the Trier. Yes. <gasps> Wait a minute. Fear the Trier. There it is. Yeah, yo, you yeah, might. You, you I just might, call you one. Might, yeah, you might got some right I there. I just call one. I just yeah. call one on yeah. here. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> Cut this out. <laughs> Y'all better not steal. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Next, I guess we can talk about this Wizards yeah, game. Yeah, Wizards game. I don't even want to talk about this that much, really, to be honest with you. Yeah. Okay. It's 1.36 in the morning. I'm ready to go to bed. Yeah, man. <laughs> so we're going to run through these stats right quick. The Wizards won 108.95. Boo! Yeah. Bruh. They were led by John Wall, 26 points, 7 assists. Oh! Bruh. My bad, my bad, my bad. It's, it's late, man. <laughs> um, oh! Bradley Beal, 22 points, 8 rebounds. Oh! Markeith Morris, 20... What? Whoa, 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 not no 20. 16.6 rebounds, 5 assists. Oh. Jeff Green, 14 points, 9 rebounds. Oh. Dwight Howard, 10 points, 10 rebounds. Oh. Now we get to the Knicks. Enos Cantor, 18 points, 12 rebounds off the bench. He's the only one kind of yeah. um, Trey Burke, 13 points off the bench. He got a little, a little touchback a little bit in this game. He got blocked a few times, though. It was yeah. kind of crazy, but yeah. Dotson, 11.6 rebounds. 
Money making Mitch 10.6 rebounds. Money, money, make it Mitch. And Mario Hazanja 10.8 rebounds off the bench. It's me, Mario. <laughs> Shout out right. to Mario. We're going to get to the team stats right quick. Matter mm. of fact, both teams shot terrible. Wizards shot 43%. Nick shot 42%. Nick shot 18.5% from three. Wow. Wizard shot 23% from three. But yes. he, here's the difference. Free throws. Mm. Wizards, Wizards made 30 of 39 free throws. The Knicks made only 12 of 16 free throws. Oh. That was the major discrepancy right there when it came stats-wise. And oh. the Knicks had 20 turnovers while the Wizards only had 13. Oh. The turnovers, man. The turnovers, the turnovers, turnovers. The turnovers to me. Turnovers and fouling were the game. Like, to me, the Wizards scouted us early. They scouted us in preseason. They studied our tape. Mm -hmm. They really looked at our dribble handoff offense over and over again, and they just buckled down and said, we're going to stop these dribble handoff curl plays. And you know what's crazy, too? Like, the Wizards, I think, are 30th in the league in points per game on on defense. And the Knicks couldn't crack 100 against these dudes. Crazy, man. I think I think they I think, I, I think they made anyone get embarrassed. Yeah, cuz they they're like 1 in 7. Well, they not at 2 and 7, but yeah. yeah, they 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 were doing terrible this season. Yeah, we thought that was a win. Yeah, I I thought it was a dub, easy dub. Word. Nah, they came to play tonight. They were like, nah, we ain't losing no more. <laughs> word, word. It was not having it. Word. <laughs> but yeah, that, that that game was crazy. Um, Frank's shooting has gone kind of awry. Yeah, he's kind of cold right now. Yeah, 0 for 10 the last three games from three-point line. Yeah. Which is, woof, kind of nasty. Yeah, streaky shooter. He, he'll he'll find a touch again, though, soon. Yeah, he'll find it. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. I did like a little... I did like what I saw from Mitch. Mm-hmm. Even though he... I'm I'm worried that he's gonna fight somebody. <laughs> <laughs> he did catch a tech. Actually, you know what? I felt like Dwight Howard threw him to the ground. Yeah, he did. And I don't think people saw that. And I think that's why he was really tight mm -hmm. and caught that tech. But uh, shout out to Mitch, man. Uh, Dwight Howard was singing his praises. Dwight Howard didn't really know who he was. First shot of the game, Dwight tried to attempt like a a, a two pointer. Like he's you know Dwight's shooting now, and yeah. Mitch blocked it. And he was like, oh. I like this guy. That yeah. was his <laughs> yeah, overall, we didn't do well. Uh, scary thing, Tim hurt his back. Yeah. And, and towards in the game, he he came back. In my opinion, he should have never really came back out. Yeah, because he didn't really do well afterwards yeah, at and he, all. And he just looked he looked stiff. Yeah. He looked tight. I, this, this is going to be like... this. If there's a time for Knox to come back... It's the right time. <laughs> it's the right time, man. Like, honestly, it's a game. We have a game tomorrow versus Chicago. Hopefully we win that. It's a back-to-back. -back. Mm -hmm. I don't think we should play Tim tomorrow, man. Probably rest him, yeah. We should rest him, dog. Like, dude, you look, you look like Herman Monster out there, dog. Yeah. <laughs> look OD stiff on everything. Yeah. But um, that's a stinker of a game, man. I don't really have much else to say about that. Yeah, the only thing I'm going to add is that the Wizards were definitely taking, they were definitely taking advantage of pick and roll situations because 
they they oh I, I, what I often saw was either they had John Wall or Bradley Beal on the pick and roll with a big man, and they would get the big man stuck on John Wall and Bradley Beal, or yeah. and they would have the guard stuck on either Dwight Howard, Marquise Morris, or someone down low, and then like they would just pass the ball down low, and then it was like barbecue chicken in the paint. Yeah, it was pretty much the the, the Pacers game plan, man. The Pacers did the same thing, kind of the Wizards do. Like, pick and roll, mismatch. Pick and roll, mismatch. Yep. Pick and roll, mismatch. Like, to death. Exactly. But um, they, 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 they did it, too. Also, I want to say one more thing, too. Frank's foul trouble. When Frank gets in foul trouble, it kind of takes him out of rhythm. I think it's the second game this week this happened. Mm-hmm. And he tried... He I felt like he, did, he was doing well. He wasn't doing well scoring, but he was doing well running the offense and getting stuff into the flow. And, but coming back late with the game on the line... Yeah, it was just like a bit cold being on the bench. Yeah, but I feel like Frank gets too. Frank is a naturally tight player already. Mm-hmm. So when he doesn't, when he sits for a while, and he the game is online, it kind of it's kind of hard for him to get back in the flow. He got some stupid ticky fouls. No, it's the rest, man. The refs, the rest gave him the stupid ticky attack fouls, yo. Those fouls he got was tight at dog. Like he switched on to Marquise Morris. Marquise Morris was struggling posting up Frank. Let's be, let's be honest. Marquise <laughs> Morris was a big man. He was a big man. He was supposed to be punking Mitch all these games in preseason. He was having problems posting up Frank, dog. He was. Yeah, he did. And then, and then the verse bailed him out because mm-hmm. Frank played great defense on him. He missed that shot and they called a foul on him on Frank because he, he got too close to him. Yeah, awesome bullshit. And man. also want to shout out Trey this game too because. Trier came to play tonight. Like he was, he was on. He was hyped up. Dog, that one-on-one defense on John Wall was beautiful, man. He Wall dribbling the ball out of bounds. <laughs> yeah, man, got him nervous. Yup. <laughs> and, and then on top, it was clapping in his face. I was like, what? I was like, yo, he was, he was so lucky to not get a tech. <laughs> yo, you know what it was? You know what it was too? There was a play before when Trier got hit. Mm-hmm. Who did he get hit by? He got hit by. He got hit going to the hole. He got hit in the head. Yeah. And he was barking. He was tight. Yeah. Three words collapsed on him. It was John Wall, Dwight Howard, and Morris. Mm-hmm. When he got hit in the head, he turned around and saw John Wall. He thought it was John Wall that hit him in the head. Yeah. So him and John Wall started going back and forth, and they caught a tech. Mm-hmm. So after that, he was mad tight the whole game. Meanwhile, it wasn't John Wall who hit him in the head. It was Marquise Morris who hit him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> so he was mad at John Wall for getting hit, but it wasn't it wasn't even Wall. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, it kind of helps us a little bit, so I'll take it. I, I'm a, I, I just have a feeling before this season is over, the Knicks and Wizards are going to throw down. Really? Before this season is over. Yeah, Wall versus Trier. <laughs> like, you know what? That's a good point there, there bro. There, boy. Sure. That's a good point there, there boy. Like, I can see that happening. Yeah, and before we leave this game, I just want to read this quote by Bradley Beal on Alonzo Trier after the game. Oh, yes, yes. Please read this. Yeah, he said, it's crazy because he does remind me of myself. Except mm. he might be a lot more aggressive coming into the league than I was. The sky's the ultimate limit for him. I don't like more victories. Yeah, me neither, but we uh, we we, we going to get this dub against the Bulls tomorrow. Yeah, we getting this dub. I hope so. Like did the Bulls play today? I don't think so. I I don't I don't know. I thought I saw I'm I'm not sure cuz we coming off a of back to back, you know, back to back is usually a little harder. Yeah. It it'll help since we're home, so. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. Well, I want this uh, we need this we need this win against the Bulls. 
most Let's definitely. Get it. All in all, two and two for the week. It's not bad. Not so bad. I'll take it. Yes, sir. You know what? We're going to wrap this up with some ooh picks. And some bras. And some bra picks. Ooh. For those of you who don't know, ooh picks are the best plays of the week. Yes. Narrated by yours truly and Sergi is chilling. Yeah, there were a lot. There were plenty to go. Yeah. Plenty. Exactly. Um, who gonna go first? Um, do you want do you wanna go or you want me to go? Alright, I'll go first. Cause I I might take some obvious ones. That's the thing. Um, my first ooh goes to money making Mitch. Money, money, make it Mitch. I don't know where that <laughs> <one is>. Yeah. <laughs> against the Dallas Mavericks. Okay. Everybody. Everybody knows this pick, damn yes, it. This was the play of the year. Exactly. So, Mitch had the ball at the top of the key. Sheesh. He was running to the wing and handed the ball off to Lance. Then he sets the pick. Mm. Lance goes around the pick, and DeAndre Jordan comes up to um, block Lance. Money-making Mitch slips to the basket. Lance throws it up. Mitch rises in the air. Rises shot. Reverses and slams it. Boom shakalaka. Money, money, make it, Mitch. That play was so crazy. Even, the, even the Mavericks bench was getting hyped. Whoa, what's that? And then they had to realize, like, yo, he's not on, he's not on our team. We oh, yeah, no, yeah, that happened. No, that happened. <laughs> Church clap, sympathy clap. Exactly, <laughs> dog. I screamed so loud at that party, that watch party when that happened. I jumped yeah. around. I, I lost. I lost my voice for like a good minute. Word. I was screaming so much during that party. Yes, yes. That was nice, dog. That was nice. Yeah. And I have one more ooh pick. There's a lot, but I only picked out two. Okay. Against the Wizards, there was a play where Frank had the ball at the top of the key, mm-hmm. and Mitch was cutting to the basket. And Frank made a nice pass over the top of the Wizards' defense. Oh, yeah, and, 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 Mitch, and, and Mitch caught the ball low, but he still finished it at the rim at the rim for the alley oop. I like that play. Boom shakalaka. Yeah, man. Money, money, make it, Mitch. Money, all yo. Pretty much every time <laughs> Mitch scored is pretty much like a like a ooh pick. Ooh, <laughs> all oh ooh. all day, all week. Oh, we Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Oh, I could yo, oh my gosh. Word. Oh man. There's more. Oh, uh, here we go. This is this is the all Mitch episode. Yeah. This Nets game. Hardaway was cooking. Mm-hmm. Right? And you know what? He was there's a lot of a lot of attention towards Hardaway. He left side of the floor. Mitch comes up, sets a pick. He rolls to the basket. Harder doesn't even look like he's going towards the basket at all. Mm-hmm. But he sees Mitch, throws the ball up in the air. Mitch catches the ball in the air. Boom shakalaka! Money, money, make it Mitch. Oh! Slams it home. Nasty. Nasty stuff. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and you know what? Shout out to my guy, Isozo. There was a lot of ISO moments yeah. that happened. Most definitely, yo. Jesus, I'm going to narrate, because this is the one I studied because I was trying to figure out how to do this in the park. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I know. 
towards the end of the game of that Dallas game, homie, he sets this up. I see how he catching people, yo. Mm-hmm. He catches people off the first the first dribble. Yeah. The first dribble is already a hezzy before he goes anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. He has the ball at the top of the key. He steps right, but his pivot's foot is still there. Mm-hmm. He leans right like he's about to drive, mm-hmm. but he starts off with a crossover. The first the first move off the gate is already a crossover, leaning right into a crossover. Mm-hmm. Defender's already shaking, wobbling knees. Oh. Yeah. Stanky leg. <laughs> Stanky legging already off of the hezzy crossover. Crosses back over. Into the in and out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> drives to the basket. Leans in. Hits the layup. Mm-hmm. And one. Oh. You know, I think that deserves a fillet. Fillet, fillet. <laughs> <laughs> On skates, man. On skates. Yo, shout out to yo. Shout out to that play. Also, I'm going to give one to... I like the pass, though. Frank Lilakina. Mm-hmm. By the three-point line during this Dallas game. Yeah. He does, like, this one-handed bullet pass that goes behind Doncic's head. He doesn't even see the ball into Lance, and Lance makes the layup. Ooh. Ooh. Lance actually in an O pick? Yeah, man. Oh, damn. The sun is shining today. <laughs> the sun is shining today. I mean, you're, and you already did the, the Lance reverse. Oh, yeah, the money-making. So he's in two. What? Oh, he's oh, in two. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, oh Lance is in two picks. What? Oh, man. Today's a new day. <laughs> Lance making a dance out here in these streets. Two picks. Man, he hasn't even been mentioned. Word. In a positive light. Oh, man. Congratulations. Yeah, it's an accomplishment for Lance. Yes. Oh, I got another one. Noah Vonley. Oh my gosh, can I remember this quite correctly? Tim Hardaway Jr. Mm-hmm. Pick and roll. Vonley says a pick. Tim Hardaway Jr. waits. Passes it to the to the rolling Noah Vonley. The Brooklyn boy, Allen, with the fro. Thinks the fro could help him block the ball. Nope. No. <laughs> Jumps in the air, tries to meet Vonley for the block, mm-hmm. but Vonley is all body. Yup. Bumps him in the air, baptizes him. Boom shakalaka! Bangs it in his face. Oh. And the thing about that play too was that Jared Allen actually slammed it on Mitch. On the previous play, and Vonley came right back and got him back for that. Yeah, man. He saw that. He said, I got you, boy. Don't worry, Mitch. Yup. That Mitch one was a little nasty. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna betray yeah, my boy. Exactly. They they ain't no ooze for the No, no ooze for you. Nah. Yeah, yeah, that's my that's in and those are the Olympics. Definitely gonna get into these bras. Let me go first, man. All right, man. <laughs> Let me go first, because you got 57 million bras. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna just go to this one. Lance! You made it. Wait, which Lance? Uh, Lance Thomas. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. 
He gives us and he takes us away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to give... Actually, I feel like there's two players who did this. But Lance Thomas, air ball. Ah, uh, yeah. Dallas game. Yeah. Bruh. A little embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all I got to say. That's it? Yeah, that's it. I mean, I have another one. I don't want to embarrass the guy. <laughs> like the, the the Pacers game with the game on the line. Mm-hmm. Damian Dawson dribble, dribble, dribble. Couldn't find anywhere to go. Passes to Lance. <laughs> Lance has the ball. Oh, tries man. to shoot it. Guy jumps in the air. He tries to shoot it. Guy blocks his shot. And he doesn't even jump. <laughs> Bruh. Oh man. It was a little embarrassing. Oh. Lance is in two Oopics and he's in two Bro Picks. It's even. <laughs> but oh, about to get to these bras. Oh Lord. Wait, are we gonna give Jimmy Butler a bra? Well, we already gave him a bra earlier in the in the show. I'll give him Jimmy Butler. Hold on. Bruh. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this. Because I know he's trying to get out. Yeah. But, dog, man, he's he's making it hot for them. When Golden State was whipping that ass, mm-hmm. and the Golden State fans were waving their towels in celebration, and Jimmy Butler also started waving their towels in celebration. Bruh. Dog. Oh, <laughs> this dude is wilding right wow, now. Wow, man. He's taking that <laughs> to the next level. For real. If I yo, his teammates are sitting there like, really? It's going it's going it's this to this extreme? Yeah, that's that's when he knows to the point of no return. He gotta go. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm done. Go okay. ahead, bro. Okay. First bro pick goes to Lance Make him Dance. Lance Make him Dance. But I'm talking about the one in in LA. The original Lance Make him Dance. LA, LA. No fillet, fillet. Yeah, so um Lance. He draws a foul on Diang for mm-hmm. the Timberwolves because Diang kind of swung his arm at Lance and Lance, you know, Lance likes to flop. Oh yeah, he's flopping too. Yeah, so he so he pretended like as if like Diang hit him hard when that wasn't the case. Money, money, bruh. My bad. So you know, Diang is arguing with the ref, and Lance comes over calmly <laughs> and takes the ball from Diang. Diang took offense to Oh, that. I saw this. This is too funny. <laughs> and, and shoved Lance at the back of his head. And then Lance was automatically calling to the ref like, yo, did you see that? And they call a tech on Diang. <laughs> Bruh. No. 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 Freaking Lance baited him into that, yes, though. He, did. <laughs> he 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 so exaggerated the push and the... Oh, my God. It was, it was actually... I still think Lance is up the bro for that, man. Bruh. That was funny, man. I don't know. I, he helped his teammate all that. He, he did. He did. But, I mean, is that tech worthy when they go back and say, he, he exaggerated it? Hey, I felt like it was like, he was like a little kid. Like, hey, Ma, look what he... Yeah. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Second bro pick goes to, again, Lance makes up dance in L.A., Lance Stevenson. Oh, my gosh. Against the Mavericks on the fast break. I don't know if you saw this. Nah. But there, but there was a play on the fast break where he had the ball, right? Mm-hmm. He was leading the break. He saw LeBron James in his peripheral. Uh-oh. So he's, peripheral? Already, so, so he's already thinking, like, you know what? We're going to turn this into... We're going to really be showtime. Oh, Lord. And, and throw up an alley-oop. 
So LeBron is expecting the alley-oop. Lance thinks that he's at Rucker Park. So he throws up alley-oop pass, but it was behind the back. Oh, Lord. The ball was so far behind LeBron James. LeBron was looking at him like, what are you doing? Bruh. <laughs> Trade him. <laughs> Trade that man. <laughs> and you know what the funny thing was Yo, about it? Lance was looking back at LeBron like, you ain't, you ain't get that? <laughs> Bruh. Come on. <laughs> Dog, man. Oh. How long until LeBron demands a trade? <laughs> Yo, how long, man? How uh, long? And then on, then on top of that, that play resulted in a turnover. It went right. It went straight to the mass play. Ob obviously. Yeah. How long until LeBron wants to get traded, dog? Until he know. trades everybody on that team. Next bro pick, Josh Jackson on the Sun. LeBron's going to trade Magic. <laughs> <laughs> so Josh Jackson was guarding Westbrook in the post. Westbrook gives him a slight bump in the post, and Jackson flies back like he got trucked on a football field. Bruh. I mean, Russell does push-ups. Yeah, he does, but he didn't He didn't bump him that strong, though. <laughs> Yo, man, stop, stop, stop the madness, man. You big man over here trying to join the flop game. You can't join the flop game, man. Stay over there. You, you join the post again. You posterize people. Don't, yeah. don't, don't be doing this flop stuff. And you know what the funny thing was? What? He joined offensive foul on Westbrook for it, too. What? <laughs> yeah. Bruh. Oh, that's for the refs for falling for that bull. Word. Next, bro, I picked Dennis Smith Jr. Oh, against yeah. the Knicks. Oh, yes. He yes. got fouled on a three-point attempt, and he went to the free throw line. Oh, I can't believe I forgot this one. I even looked at you and said this is going to be a bro pick. Yeah. <laughs> he, I think he, did he make or miss the first free throw? I I, I, I don't remember clearly. It doesn't matter if he makes or miss the first. <laughs> All that matters down the second free throw, he airballs and nothing but air. Bruh. 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 This is the man that Knicks fans wanted over Frank. Yeah, then on top of that, he's only like a 55% free throw shooter. So on top of that, he doesn't even shoot free throws well. Bruh. And he doesn't do anything else. How many assists did he ever get? How many even, did he have any assists that game? Did he yeah, have any he steals had, that he, game? He had six turnovers, though. Bruh. Frank over Dennis. Yes. And now we're going to get into the whose man's is this segment. Whose man's is this? <laughs> so I don't know if you saw this play, but this is between Pat Beverly and Russell Westbrook. Russ has the ball. He's bringing the ball up to court. Pat Beverly tries to steal it from him. Pat Beverly misses. He, he doesn't get anywhere close to Russ. Oh, boy. So he dives into Russ's legs. The same knee. Oh, that, no. The same knee. Bruh. 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 That Russ got injured, that he injured years ago. And, and Russ had to get surgery on the knee. So afterwards, Russ was like, nah, you can't be doing this. So Russ confronts him on it. And Pat Beverly's going at this dude like, yo, like he ain't doing nothing wrong. And he's, and he's there wanting to smoke. And I'm like, yo, Pat Beverly, get a whose man's is this? Because I'm like, yo, Pat Beverly, you are in the wrong. I understand this competition. You may not realize what you did at that moment. Yeah, man. He needs but, to, no, he can't be doing that. But still, you can't be going after dudes' legs like nah, that. Especially man. when you're the guy who did it the first time, exactly. man. Like, come on, Bev. Uh, I respect you as your play, but I respect you for tenacity. But come on, man. That is why Don't. he gets a whose man's is this. Whose man's is that? Oh, uh, man, because this dude was just acting up, acting a fool. Jeez. 
Wow. Yes, and that is the end of the Brian Who's Mans this segment. We made it, man. Yes, we did. It's 2.02 in the morning. It is 2.02 in the damn morning. Oh, yeah. We're going to be crying at work. <laughs> oh, Lord. Y'all better enjoy this damn episode. Exactly, oh, my God. This better be 6 million views. You better share, share, share. And more sharing. And more sharing. It's caring, God damn it. Exactly, yo. Lord, Lord, Lord. Lord, 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 Lord. Man. Are we still going to look through this Nick schedule or are we going go, to bypass? <laughs> nah, nah. I, already, I was ahead of you. Oh, I. I was. I was. I, I got you, bro. All right. Teamwork and dream work, bro. Word. All right. Next schedule, Monday. By the time I listen to this, it's going to be Tuesday. Yes. Bulls next. Hopefully, we have won that game. <laughs> well, the Bulls are not a great team. I mean, they did give up, like, 92 points in the Warriors in, like, the first half. So... And we... Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a good point. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go out there. Dub. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Dub. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Knicks Hawks. Oh. Uh, was that Wednesday? That is a Wednesday. Home away. Um, shoot, not sure. We'll see. Watch at Phillips Arena. E. You know what? I I think the Hawks are gonna be like you know what they smacked us at the Garden. They're gonna probably want revenge. I'm gonna go at Hawks win. <gasps> I am going to go. I want. <sighs> Trey's been going off lately. Yeah. Monster games. He's going to be up for that game. Yeah. I'm going on a limb, though. Knicks win. Yo, I mean, put that positivity out there. Yeah, man. Knicks win. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to be a bit more objective than being I all, feel you. all biased. I understand. I understand. <laughs> yeah. But here, here, here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. Knicks Raptors Saturday. Oh, my gosh. Is it Toronto? Or is, it, or is it New York? You know what? Uh... Let's we are let's see. Woo! We're in Canada. Oh boy. <laughs> Ye are in Canada, ladies and gentlemen. Ah. Uh, <laughs> damn. Uh, Bruh. Yeah, that that's a L. I can't see the Knicks winning winning in Toronto. It's, especially if Kawhi's playing. Yeah. Because I know Kawhi gets his rest days every now and then, but if if Kawhi's playing, uh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Did, did they win today? Wait, did they play? They played without Kawhi today, right? Yeah, I think Kawhi was resting. How did they do? I don't know. Like I gotta check the final score. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be an indication if you can steal one or not. Ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not yeah. yeah I'm, Nick's, not, Nick's not, I'm not. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm optimistic, but I'm not that. Optimistic. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not big with that. I'm not. Yeah. Nick's magic. Win. I don't care. Home away. Win. Oh. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's finish that up. Yeah, we got that win. We got that win. Buddy. Boy. Word. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. And for Scott Perry's old team, too. Come on, son. We got to get that done. We got to get that one for, for, the, for the boss, man. Yeah. Woo! Dog. I was rambling mad long trying to get my senses together because I'm so damn tired. Yeah. Thank you for those who are listening. I hope you enjoyed this Knicks talk. We're at the end of the episode. Yes. If you want to listen, listen at our soundcloud.com slash Nick and Tom show. Mm-hmm. If you want to look at Brian's blogs, that is the Nick and Tom show.com. Yes. We're on YouTube as well. <clears throat> Videos on YouTube. YouTube.com slash the Nick of Time show. And we're also on Instagram, the Nick of Time show. Yes. We're also on Twitter, the KOT Show. Yes. 
And we're on Facebook too. We on everything. You on everything now. We on everything today, though. So you know what? Where can they find you, man? They can find me at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. That is S I R G is C H I L L I N. This Wizards game, looking at the time, I ain't riding on the Wizards game, but you, I will definitely be riding on the Bulls game and the other games this week. So be on the lookout for that. Y'all know what happened. <laughs> and you can find me at J L S draws things. That's J E L L I S draws things. That's it. No dollar signs. Straight up. No underscores. No none of that hyphens. Just J L S draws things. And I draw things. Check out my art. Check this merch. Mm-hmm. Merch. Merch, merch. Yes, get your merch. Merch, link in the description. People was kind of feeling the merch when they saw it live at the watch party. They was like, yo, where'd you get that? Oh, where's the bag? Oh, yeah. From your boy. Yeah. We got it. We got you covered. Watch out for Christmas, too. Word. Get your, get your, get your Knicks fans some of that stuff for Christmas. Yeah. And you know what? That's the end of the show. God damn it. We yeah. out of here. Yeah. Peace. 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 Dreams. <laughs>